الحمد لله حق حمده والصلاة والسلام على نبيه وعبده وعلى آله وصحبه ووفده وجنده أما بعد Today inshallah ta'ala we're going to be starting the kitab Nukhbatul Fikr fi mustalah ahl al-athar and the kitab is written by a great imam Hafiz Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani who died the year 852 Hijriya this kitab it's one of the most essential books in learning the science of hadith if you want to understand ilmul hadith ilmul hadith is very broad but within it if you want to understand mustalahul hadith then this book is one of the most essential rather it is considered to be the first book that you must do bayquniya is like an introduction like in the first book is this one and ibn hajar he authored this book whilst he was traveling as Muhammad amir al-san'ani said wa ba'du fan-nukhbatu fi ilm al-athar mukhtasar ya habbada min mukhtasar allafaha al-hafidh fi hal al-safar wa huwa shihab ibn ali ibn hajar tala'tuha yawman min al-ayyam fashtaqtu an udi'aha nidami fatamma min bukrati dak al-yawm ila al-mas'a 'inda wufud an-nawm mushtamilan 'ala alladhi hawahu falhamdulillahir la siwahu Muhammad Amir al-San'ari, he said, he said, وَبَعَدُ فَالنُّخْبَةُ This book, Nukhbatu al-Fikr, مُخْتَصَرٌ It's a summarized book. It's a summarized book. It summarizes the whole of the most essential things for you that you need to know about مُصْطَلَحُ الْحَدِيثِ مُخْتَصَرٌ يَا حَبَّذَا مِنْ مُخْتَصَرٌ أَلَّفَهَا الْحَافِظُ فِي حَالِ السَّفَرِ And Ibn Hajar wrote this while he was shavering. أَلَّفَ الْحَافِظُ يعني في في حال السفر So the book since it's written by Ibn Hajar quickly we shouldn't treat the book like it's a minal mutawwalat and go into it too much details and bring shawahid from the Alfiyat ibn Alfiyat al-Iraqi and no the book is little all we need to do is explain what he means by this and maybe give an example or two inshallah ta'ala Ibn Hajar is an imam who's well known, so there's no need for me to go through his biography. It's something you can, inshallah ta'ala, you can look at up yourself and read into it. But there is something I want to do before we start the book, which is I want to give you a, uh, a quick summary of the whole of Nukhbatul Fikr. So if you take this two to three minutes, which I will summarize the whole of Nukhbatul Fikr. When I do go into the book, it will be easy for you to understand because you will know what place to play, where to put it into. Are we all together? So, inshallah ta'ala, keep up with me, bi-idhnillah al-kareem. The khabar, the hadith, Ibn Hajar, when he starts the book, he uses the word al-khabar. The beginning, when he starts his book, he starts the book by saying the khabar he says wal khabar imma yakuna lahu turuq that's what he's going to say right 
So we're going to use that word Al-Khabar Because he's used that word So write this down The Khabar is categorized into two The Khabar is categorized into how many? Two Taqseemul Khabari Bi'tibari Wusulihi ilayna Taqseemul Khabari Bi'tibari Wusulihi ilayna The first one is How it reached us How it reached us How it reached us The second one is Bi'tibari Man uslida ilayhi Who it's attributed to Who it's attributed to Who it's attributed to Or ascribed to The second one is Who this khabar is attributed to how many categories is the khabar? What did I say the first one was? How it reached us. The second one was what? Okay. I'm going to go for the second one because it's quickly we can get it over and done with. And we'll go back to the first one because that's the whole of the book. Are we all together? Who is it attributed to? When we look at the issue of khabar, it's four. It's attributed to a khabar is attributed to one of these four. The khabar, it's attributed to, I'm ascribed to one of three. That's one of four. One of four. Number one, Allah. It's attributed to who? Allahu Azza wa Jalla. What is it called? Hadith Qudsi. It's attributed to the messenger. It's called what? Marfu'ah Hadith Marfu'ah Number one is attributed to Allah Azza wa Jalla It's called Hadith Qudsi Are we all together? The second one is attributed to The Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam This is called Hadith Marfu'ah The third one is It's attributed to the companion Sahabi And this is called Mawquf Hadith Mawquf Hadith Mawquf So the first one is attributed to who? Is Allah Azza wa Jal What do you call that hadith? Qudsi It's attributed to a, a uh, The Prophet What is it called? Hadith Marfu' Marfu' It's attributed to a companion What is it called? Mawquf Mawquf It's attributed to a tabi'i What is it called? Maqtu' It's attributed to a tabi'i. Tabi'i is the student of the companion. A tabi'i. What is that hadith called? I mean, what is that khabar called? Hadith maqtu'ah. Maqtu'ah. How many have we said? We said four. Al-hadith al-Qudsi, number one. Al-hadith al-marfu'ah, two. الحديث الموقوف for الحديث المقطوع you need to know all of those so any, anything that's attributed ascribed to Allah is called hadith القدسي أما hadith إلهي the second one is what it's attributed to the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام what is that called hadith it's attributed to a companion what is it called 
Hadith Mawquf It's attributed to a tabi'i What is it called? Maqtu' Are we all together? Are we all on the same page with that? I mean Hajj is going to come to that later Inshallah we're going to go in more details Let's go back to the first part that we mentioned What was it? Taqsimul khabari Bi'atibari wusulihi ilayna How the khabar reaches us It reaches us in two ways so the first one was what? تقسيم الخبر باعتبار وصوله إلينا How the khabar reached us I don't want anyone here in this room to miss out this information Because it will be so easy for me to teach the book now Once we understand all of this How many, what are the categories of khabar? Khabar is, khabar is divided to how many? Two, what's the first one? How it reached us, good, second one is what? Who it's ascribed to? Who did we say it's ascribed to? Four. The first one is who? Allah. So look at it. This is the way I remember it. When I first took it, this is how I remember it. Allah is the highest. The messenger comes second. And then the sahabi comes third. And then the tabi'i comes fourth. Wahakada. Remember it like that. Does that make it easy? Allah ta'ala is what? Which the hadith that's attributed to him. What is it called? It's called ma. Hadith Al-Qudsi Ama Hadith Ilahi It's called Hadith Ilahi Second one is what? It's attributed to who? The Messenger What is that called? Hadith Marfu' The second third one is attributed to who? It's attributed to a Sahabi A companion What is it called? Mawquf It's attributed to a Tabi'i What is it called? Maqtu' Everyone so far understand that? Now we're going to go on to the, back to the first one. The first one is the, the reality of Mustalah al-Hadith. How it reached us. That's what Mustalah al-Hadith deals with all day. Okay? How many ways is it in, in the way it reached us? It's two ways. The first one which I said, تَقْسِيمُهُ بِعْتِبَارِ وَصُولِ إِلَيْنَا How it reached us. It's two ways. Mutawatir or ahad. Mutawatir or ahad. I want you to write the Arabic words. No translation. Okay, don't. I can explain it to you, but I want you to know the Arabic term. Because that's the whole reason why this science is studying it. You need to know the term, what it means. So, what is it? How did it reach us? Number one is called Mutawatir. We're going to take examples for it. I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to give you an understanding of it, inshallah. But write it for me now. What is it? What's the first one? Mutawatir. The mutawatir is two types. The mutawatir is what? It's two types. Mutawatir lafzi, mutawatir ma'nawi. Mutawatir, the first one is lafzi, and the second one is ma'nawi. Okay, brothers. The mutawatir again, how many types? Is so how did it reach us? How did the khabar, how did the khabar reach us? Two. What is the first one? Mutawatir. The second one is what? Ahad. So, the mutawatir is how many types? A. Lafzi. What does lafzi mean? Wording. Put in brackets, wording. 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 And ma'anawi means meaning. Ma'anawi means meaning. We're going to come to that inshallah ta'ala. We're going to give many examples and we're going to go into it. Are we all together? Does that make sense? 
We finished mutawatir. We're now going to go into the, which one? Ahad. Ahad's three types. Are we all together? Ahad is how many types? No, Ahad is two types, sorry. Ahad is? It's two types, sorry. Ahad is how many types? Okay, pay attention, brothers. Ahad is two types. I want you to remember something, which is, when it comes to the science of hadith, we don't look at, I'm going to touch on that later in more details, but we don't look at whether it's weak or authentic, the mutawatir. The mutawatir is not investigated. لأنه بلغ حد It has reached a level يستحيل تواطؤهم على الكذب They cannot lie anymore. It's a large number. Some of us here have never been to China, but we know there's a country in the world called China. لأنه متواتر It's a multitude narration. Everyone is telling us about it. Are we all together? So the mutawatir you don't investigate. Are we all together, brothers? Always remember that. If you hear this hadith is ba'if, this hadith is sahih, it's ahad, it's not mutawatir. If somebody says to you, this hadith is a mutawa- it's mutawatir, what do they mean by that? It's authentic. They don't need to add more onto that. Are we all together? Ibn Hajar is going to mention that in the Nukhbatul Fikr. That is an important point that you need to understand. What is investigated is the ahad. Right? That is a side point. Okay? Ahad is categorized into how many? It's categorized into two types. The first type is taqsimuhu ama taqsimuhu bi'tibari adadi turuqihi. Taqsimuhu bi'tibari adadi turuqihi. Looking at it in terms of its numbers. So the first one is Looking at it, we're looking at the ahad in terms of its numbers. What does that mean? I'm going to give you, inshallah ta'ala, uh, examples and we're going to go into great details. You'll understand it very well later. What does it mean? What is the first type of ahad? Looking at the ahad in terms of its in terms of its in terms of its numbers. And that is three types. How many types is that one? That is three types. Mashur, Aziz, and Gharib. A is Mashur. 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 B is Aziz. And C is Gharib. It's what? Gharib. So Ahad is how many types? Two types. Taqseem bi'atibari. Adadi turuqi. We're looking at it in terms of the numbers. How many types are they? Three. What's the first one? Mashur. Second one is what? Aziz. Third one is? Gharib. As a benefit, write this down. The Aziz, sorry, the Mashur, it's ten and plus 10 and just write a plus next to it there's a khilafat in the discussion mashur mashur how much is it mashur no 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 sorry sorry the mashur is 10 the mashur is what 10 is between 2 
say let's say three and ten. Three and ten. Three and three and ten. Mm-hmm. That's mashur. Aziz is only two. Aziz is only what? Two. The gharib is what? One. All of this khilaf and discussions is going to come to us. What does it mean, those numbers I just gave you? It's the chain that in every level, there's these numbers. How many companions heard it from the Prophet? Only two. From there, two. Tabi'in. Tabi'in, Tabi'in, three, two. This is called a hadith which is? You already know it now. It's called a? Aziz. If one, 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 in every of the chain, from the Prophet, there's one companion narrated it, like Hadith Ibn Amal bin Yat. Umar heard it, no one else heard it other than Umar. And then from Umar, how many, who heard it? Al-Qamah ibn Abi Waqas only. And then from him, Muhammad Ibrahim al-Taymi. And then Yahya Sa'id al-Ansari. One, 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 one. What is that called? Gharib, you have it here. Sahih? Does that make sense, everybody? Am I making sense? Okay, good. Now we're going to go into the second type of Ahad. Sahih? The second type of Ahad. Taqseemuhu bi'atibari quwwati wa da'fi. The second type is Taqseemuhu bi'atibari quwwati wa da'fi. In terms of its weakness and its strength. In terms of its... So we're now looking at the Ahad from what angle? In terms of its weakness and its what? Its strength. In terms of its weakness and its what? Strength. Or let's say acceptance, okay, and rejection. In terms of its acceptance, I like that. Let me use that. In terms of its acceptance or rejection. And if you choose to say in terms of its weakness and its strength, it's also correct. No problem. Are we all together, brothers? How many types is that one? Now, we finished the first type of what? Ahad. How many types was it? Mashur, Aziz, and Gharib. We, get, we went into the second type, which is what? In terms of what? Ha, bi'atibari quwwatihi wa da'fihi. This is how many types? Two types. Makbul. Makbul. Makbul means accepted. That's, the, that's A. And B is mardud. Is what? Mardud. Mardud means what? Rejected. Mm-hmm. The maqbul is two types. The accepted is two types. The accepted is what? The maqbul is? It's two types. Taqseemuhu bi'atibari maratibihi. Taqseemuhu. The maqbul is how many types? Two types. The first one is taqseemuhu bi'atibari maratibihi. What does that mean? In terms of its levels. In terms of its levels. 
ويوتي كذا تقسيمه باعتبار مراتبه تقسيمه باعتبار مراتبه and that is how many types that is two types in terms of its levels is how many types so I think some students they lost they lost they dropped the ball should we go back let's go back the ahad how many types did I say it was two types what was the first one Looking at the number of the We said how many types were that? Mashur, Aziz and The second one is In terms of its weakness and its what? How many types did we say that was? Maqbul and It's two Maqbul and Mardud The Maqbul how many types did we say it was? Two The first one is Taqseemu bi'atibari Maratibihi and that's where we were, right? That's two types. This is Sahih and Hassan. A is Sahih. And the second one is what? Hassan. This is where people jump to. This hadith is Sahih and this hadith is Hassan. How many things are you missing before that that you didn't mention? You see where Sahih and Hassan comes right at the bottom. Are you with me, brothers? And knowing that is very important. How this how the Sahih we reached it. Am I making sense, brothers? Why do I feel like I'm not? I am making sense, right? We're taking a hard subject and we're trying to make it what? Try to make it very easy so everybody can take it in. So when you when the book comes and I say this hadith uh, Sahih means this, automatically you know it's what? We're looking at the ahad, bi'tibaru quwati wa ba'fi, under that came what? Maqbul and the mardud and under the maqbul came what? Taqseem bi'tibari maratibi in terms of its levels and the hassan and the sahih are there you know does that make sense brothers so whatever I say from the book you put it in the right place because you have a, a vision of it now the sahih is two types the sahih is what two types lidatihi and what lidatihi and lighayrihi lidatihi is a and the second one is lighayrihi the Sahih is two types. The first one is لذاته And the second one is what? لغيره What does that mean? We'll come to it inshaAllah ta'ala. There's no way of translating it. It's better to leave it like that. And the Hassan is what? It's the same. It's two. لذاته and لغيره The Hassan as well. The Hassan has what? لذاته and what? Are we all together? The Maqbul, how many times did I say it was? I said the Maqbul was two, right? What was the first one I mentioned? In terms of its? In terms of its levels. Okay. Now we're going to go بِاعْتِبَارِ الْعَمَلِ بِهِ أَوْ عَدَمُ الْعَمَلِ بِهِ بِاعْتِبَارِ الْعَمَلِ بِهِ أَوْ عَدَمُ الْعَمَلِ بِهِ implemented or whether it's implemented or not this is the second type of the maqbul whether it's implemented or whether it's not implemented we're now looking at it bi'tibari bi'tibari al-amali bihi aw adam al-amali bihi 
Does that make sense? Whether we implement it or not, we're looking at it from that angle. This is two types. How many types? Two types. What's the first type? Ma'mulun bihi, that which we implement. That which we? That which we implement. And B is what? And B is that which we don't implement. And B is what? That which we don't, that which we don't implement, which is غير معمول به, معمول به, and غير معمول به. The معمول به, the one that we implement, is two types. The implemented is how many types? The implemented is how many types? المحكم. What is it? المحكم. The first one is المحكم. Second one is الناسخ. 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 We'll take all of that, inshallah ta'ala. Those two are implemented. Okay? The one... غير معمول به The one that we don't implement are what? Two. A. مختلف الحديث. مختلف الحديث. What is it called? The one that we don't implement A is what? مختلف الحديث. And the second one is منسوخ. المنسوخ. The abrogated one. We've now finished the first type of what? So we finished the first type which is? Maqbool. We finished Maqbool. We're now going to go to the second type of what? How it reached us in terms of strength and weakness, right? Did you guys forget? Taqseemu bi'atibari quwwati wa da'fi How many types did we categorize it into? In terms of weakness and strength. What was the first one? Maqbool which is accepted. And the second one is what? Mardood. Rejected. Mardud means rejected. The mardud is two types. The rejected hadith is how many types? The mardud is two types. Are you, it's two types. The first one is بِسَبَبِ سَقْطٍ فِي السَّنَدِ بِسَبَبِ سَقْطٍ سَقْطٍ بِسَبَبِ سَقْطٍ فِي السَّنَدِ The disconnection of the chain. The first rejection is the disconnection of the chain. بِسَبَبِ سَقْطٍ فِي السَّنَدِ The second one is بِسَبَبِ طَعْنٍ فِي الرَّاوِي بِسَبَبِ طَعْنٍ فِي الرَّاوِي Criticism Regarding the narrator, the narrator of the hadith is being criticized. It's not disconnected. The first one is what? Bisabi Saktin Fisanid. The hadith is disconnected. Are we all together, brothers? And the second one is what? Bisabi Ta'anin Firrawi. Until the day of judgment. If you hear a hadith is weak, it's one of those two. No other reason. It's either disconnected. Or there's a narrator in there who's been criticized. Simple terms, that is what weak hadith is. 
Does that make sense? Lakin, the disconnection is two types. The disconnection is what? It's two types. Zahir. The first one is what? Zahir, apparent. Zahir, apparent. Something is apparent. You can see it. And four come under there. Four come under the Zahir. Mursal. Mu'allak. Mu'bal. And Munqatih. Mursal. Mu'allak. Mursal. Mursal. Mu'allak. Mu'bal. Mu'bal. And the fourth one is Munqatih. Mun? Munqatih. And the second one is called what? The second type I'm talking about here is what? The disconnection of the chain. What's the second one? Khafi. Khafi. It's hidden. There's disconnection here and this is hidden. And this is the one that no one can bring out except Al-Jahabidatul Muqad. They can see this one. The other ones, the majority of the people can see this one. Everyone can see this one. Which is what? The Mudallas. The Mudallis. The Mudallis. The first one is what? The, dis- the hidden. Khafi means what? It means hidden. A. It's only, it's only two. It's only two. The hidden is only two. The first one is the Mudallis. The Mudallis. The second one is the Mursalul Khafi. The Mursal. The Mursalul Khafi. There's two types of Mursal. One we mentioned in the Zahir and another one that we mentioned in what? And the other one we mentioned in the Khafi. We've now finished the first type of rejection. I mean the first type of Mardud. We're now going to go into the what? We're now going to go into the second type of Mardud, which is what? Bisabab Ta'ani Firrawi. Are we all together, brothers? So, so far, Wallahi, the whole kitab, Nukhbatul Fikr, a person can summarize it in three minutes, two, three minutes. The first one, so you say Khabar. Khabar is categorized into two. The first one is Bi'atibari Wusulihi Ilayna. And what? Bi'atibari Man Usnida Ilayhi. Bi'atibari Man Usnida Ilayhi is four. Al Hadithul Qudisi. Al Hadithul Marfu. Al Hadithul Mawquf. And the Hadith which is Maqtu'. The one that's attributed to Allah. The one that's attributed to the Prophet. The one that's attributed to the companions. And the one that's attributed to the Tabi'in. Then I go to Bi'atibari Wusuli Ilayna, how it reached us. And how it reached us is in two ways. The first one is Mutawatir. And the Mutawatir is two types. Lafudiyun wa Ma'anawi. And the other type is Ahad. The Ahad is categorized into two. Bi'atibari Adadi Turuqihi. The number of people who are in there. It's three types. Mashur, Aziz, and Gharib. The second type of Ahad is Bi'atibari Quwatihi wa Da'fihi. This is two types. Maqbul and Mardud. The Maqbul, it's two types. The Maqbul is two types. Bi'atibari Maratibihi. The Bi'atibari, the levels. Taqseemu Bi'atibari Maratibihi. It's two types. Sahih. The Sahih is two types. Lidatihi and Ligayrihi. 
And the second type is what? Hasan. And the Hasan is how many types? Two types. Lidatihi and Lighayri. Then we go back to what? The second type of Maqbul. Which is what? Bi'atibari Quwatihi Bi'atibari al-amali bihi wa ghayru al-amali bihi. This is two types. Ma'amulun bihi and ghayru ma'amulun bihi. The ma'amulun bihi is muhkam and nasikh. And ghayru ma'amulun bihi is what? It is mukhtalaful hadith and the mansukh. Then we go to the second type of the second type of the second type of ahad. What was it? The mardud, the rejected. The second type which is the mardud. The mardud, how many types did we say? It's This is two types. Zahir and khafi. The first one, the khafi is what? Mu'allaq, mursal, mu'dal and munqati'. The khafi is two types. The mudallis and the mursal al-khafi. Now we're going to go into the last part which is I just done it, need it under two minutes. Are you doing brothers? So if you really memorize this and you swallow it, you take it in. All of Nukhbat al-Bikr is in your head. As a, you have a vision of the whole book. Are you with me brothers? Then all you need to do is each one, you just need to learn a definition for it. And you just need to know one example for a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. Are you with me brothers? Isn't that easy? Very easy. The whole book is summarized in a very short time. Now let's go into the second type of mardud, the second type of the second type of rejection. It is sababu ta'anin fil rawi. The narrator is being criticized. The narrator being criticized in two is in two ways. Sababu ta'anin fil rawi is two types: al adala and al dabt. Al adala and al dabt. Adala means what? Integrity. Somebody is criticizing the narrators uh, in his integrity his adala is what al adala is it is integrity and this is five types how many types is the adala five types it's how many types it is five types the first one is al kadib liar What's kadib? A liar. The second one is what? At-tuhumatu bil-kadib. He's suspected of lying. Suspicion. At-tuhumatu bil-kadib. What does it mean, liar and suspected of lying? The, one, the first one, it means he lies about Allah and his messenger. The second one, it means that he, is, he lies on his normal day-to-day conversation. But he's never, he never lied about Allah and his messenger. But he lies on his day-to-day stories. He'll say, I was there, I did this. And he's never done it. So they suspect that he may lie about Allah and his messenger. At-tuhmatu. At-tuhmatu bil-kadib. The third one is al-fisq. He's a fasiq. Fasiq means a person who two things is present in him. He does kabair. He does major sins. Or he's musirrun ala sagair. He's consistent upon the major, minor sins. If you do major sins, you're a fasiq. Or if you are consistent upon the minor sins. Al-Israru al-Sagair. So the first one is Irtikabul Kabair. And the second one is what? It is Al-Israru al-Sagair. If a person is doing Israr upon the mind, it becomes a fisk. A person becomes a fasiq. And it becomes a kabira now. 
Number four is bid'ah. The mubtadi' is a ta'am fi adalat al-rawi. And inshallah ta'ala, we're going to see the bid'ah as two types. Bid'ah which is mufassaqah and a bid'ah which is mukaffara. A bid'ah which is only fisq, he's a fasiq, and a bid'ah which is kufr. The person becomes a disbeliever. The fifth is al-jahala. The jahala, meaning he's not known. The narrator is not known. The jahala, we're going to see it, is majhul al-ayn and majhul al-hal. We're going to see it, inshallah ta'ala. All together, the two types of jahala. We're going to see that, inshallah ta'ala. But all you need to know now is, if a narrator's integrity is it's criticized, it's either one of these five. Kadib. At-tuhmatu bil-kadib. Al-fisq, al-bid'ah, and al-jahala. Those five are. Now we're going to go into the what? Now we're going to go into the dab, the precision. His memory and his precision. The criticism here is not his integrity. It is what? It is his? It is his memory, his precision. Is he precise in his narrations? That's what dabt means. This is five types. It's five types. This was five, this was five. The first one is fuhshul galat. Fuhshul galat. Fuhshul al-galat. We're going to see the difference between these and other types that are going to come. Fuhshul galat means he does excessive mistakes. Fuhshul galat. He does big mistakes. Second one is su'ul hibr. Second one is su'ul hibr. His memory is very bad. As bad memory. Number three, al-ghafla. Al-ghafla. He's heedless. He's what? Heedless. He doesn't know. He he as they say. He accepts if anybody tells him something. Number four is kathratul awham. Kathratu al-awham. He gets deluded easily. He has a lot of delusions. Kathratul awham. Wahm. And the fifth one is Mukhalafatu thiqat He opposes the reliable people. Mukhalafatu thiqat Are you with me, brothers? The last one is Mukhalafatu thiqat Opposition of the reliable ones. He opposes the reliable people. And the way that he opposes the reliable people is in four ways. Four ways. Ibn Hajr mentions those four ways. Mukhalafat al-Thiqat gave birth to four children. Gave birth to how many children? Four children. The first one is called Al-Maqloob. When the hadith becomes Maqloob. Back and front. Like the famous hadith in Sahih al-Bukhari. Huh? That Sab'atun yudhulluhum Allah fi dhillihi yawma la dhilla illa dhilluh. Rajun anfaqa this is maqloob. It was meant to be what? The hadith was meant to be. The hadith said that his left hand gave, hid it so much from its what? What, is it, what was it trying to say? Do you give with your left or your right? And this is, the, this is the hadith that the scholars differ. Should the person go down on their knees or should they go down on their? Hands when they say, Allahu liman hamida. The Imam says, Should you go on your knees first or should you go on your hands first? 
Have you heard of this discussion? Scholars is differing. Now, no, you have to go down on your knees first. And some say, no, you, go to, you have to go down on your... There's a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ where he said, he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, la yakbur, la yar, la yar, he said, he said, لا يبرك أحدكم كما يبرك البعير وليضع يداه قبل الركبتاه Let him put his hands down on the floor first before his knees. Ibn al-Qayyim said, it's maqloob. What does he mean it's maqloob? He means that the Prophet said, put your knees down first before your hands. Are we all together, brothers? We'll discuss that, inshallah ta'ala, in more details. It's when the hadith back and, it goes back and forth. Huh? What was meant to be here becomes there. The second one is, is called Al-Mudraj. The second type of Mukhalafat al-Thiqad is the Mudraj. We'll speak about what Mudraj means and its types. Mudraj is when I, I'm talking, and I'm, as I'm talking, I said the Prophet ﷺ said, and then something came to my mind, and I said it to you guys, and somebody thought what I just said was the statement of the Prophet. Are you with me? Not being able to... And it used to happen sometimes, sah? We're going to see that some of the hadith of the companions that went into the wedding because the people didn't know that the Sahabi was trying to explain the word. They thought that the word was part of the hadith. This is called what? Mudraj. We're going to see that type of hadith, inshallah. The third one is Al Mazidu fi Mutasil al Asanid. Al Mazidu. Al Mazidu fi Mutasil al Asanid. It's somebody, he increases in the chain someone. He add al-mazidu, it is to add fi mutassil al-asanid, a connected chain. We'll see that inshallah ta'ala. Al-mazidu is to add fi mutassil al-asanid in the connected chain. The third one, the fourth, how many, how many did I mention? Now is the third one, right? I mentioned the maqloob, I mentioned the mudraj, I mentioned al-mazidu from tasanid, this is the fourth one. Uh, how many times did I say it was going to be? Five. Four. 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 Uh, it's five, okay? I did a mistake. The fourth one is al-mudbarib. Uh, al-mudbarib. The mudbarib is a person who's contradicting himself. He says something and he says something else later. Al-mudbarib. Al-mudbarib. And the fourth. Uh, the last one is what? The last one is what? Al-Musahaf. The last one is what? The last one is the Al-Musahaf. Musahaf. And a Musahaf means when a person's... How, how, the name Abbas and Ayash, what's the difference? Just the dots. You agree? Abbas and Ayash, the dots are the only different thing, right? Right, Abbas right now? And right, Ayash. The only difference between the two is what? By the time of the Sahabas, the dots were not written. They never used to write the dots, nor the Salaf. Are we all together? So we're going to look at those types, inshallah ta'ala, after the, after the Salah, inshallah ta'ala. Huh? We've got time? Okay, we've got time. We finished the introduction to Nukhbat al-Fikr. Everyone understand now? How, many, how long do we have? Five, six minutes. Does everybody understand? 
Before we move on, does anyone have any questions? So far, a point that you missed that you wanted to be... Uh, can we go over it one more time? The first type, how many types of khabar is there? Okay. What is the first one? How it reached us. The second one is what? Who is it attributed to? Who is it attributed to? How many types is that one? Four. What's the first one? Allah. What is that called? Hadith al Qudsi. The second one is what? It's attributed to the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. What is that called? Al Hadith al Marfu'. The third one is what? It's attributed to a Sahabi. What is that called? Hadith which is Mawquh. It's attributed to a Tabi'i. The fourth one. What is it called? Maqtu'. What did we finish? We finished the second type of khabar. Sahih? We're now going to go into the the first type of the first type of khabar. The first type of khabar is what? How it reached us. How many types is it? Two. What is the first one? Mutawatir. Ahad. How many types of mutawatir? Two. What is it? Lafdiyun and ma'anawiyun. What's lafdi? Wording. Ma'anawi? Meaning. Allahu Akbar. You guys, mashallah, you can write rukhwat and think about The ahad is how many types? Huh? Two types. The first one is what? Taqseemu bi'atibari adadi turuqihi. We're looking at the, the numbers of, the, um, the number of the chain. Okay? It's how many types? Three. What's the first one? Mashur. Aziz. And Gharib. Very good. The second type of ahad was what? Bi'atibari? In terms of its strength and, and its weakness. How many times did we break that into? Two types. What's the first one? Maqbul. And the second one is what? Mardud. I'm going to test you guys now. I'm not, going to go to the, I'm not going to go according to the order that I mentioned it in. If you break the order, people get confused now. The Mardud is how many types? You see, you're all quiet now. The Mardud is how many types? The Mardud is how many types? Two types. What was the second type? The criticism of the narrators? His memorization. That's the second type of Mardud. What was the first type? The disconnection of the? The precision of the narrator. How many types is it? Five. What was the last one? The Jahala. What was the fourth one? No. No. Bid'ah is in which one? That's in the Adala, brothers. We're not talking about the Adala. What are we talking about? We're talking about the love, the precision. What was the second last? Kathratul Oham. What was the third? Al Ghafla. What was the second? Su'ul Hibd. What was the first? What was the last one for? The disconnection of the chain. What was the last one? Jahala. That's right, Jahala. What was the second last? 
Bid'ah. What was the third? Fisk. What was the second? Huh? At-Tuhmatu bil-Kadib. And what was the first? Al-Kadib. Allahumma barik. The, the ma'mulun bihi, the one that we implement. The implemented is how many types? What are they? You guys have to say it's two types because the majority of it was two types, huh? Hey, the ma'mulu bihi is two types. What's the first one? Al-Muhkam. And the second one is what? Al-Nasikh. Ghayru ma'mulu bihi was two types. What was the first one? Mukhtalaful hadith and the? Al-Mansukh. The hadith which is sahih is how many types? Two types. What's the first one? Lidatihi. And Lighayrihi. And the Hassan is how many types? Two types. What's the first one? And the second one is what? Lighayrihi. Allahu Akbar. Have you missed anything? I'll take it. Now, the last point. Al Mazidu fi Mutta. No, sorry. The last one which is. No, no, no. The last one which falls under. What does it fall under? The last five that we mentioned, where did it, who gave birth to it? Huh? The last five that I mentioned, where did it come? Opposite, in Arabic, can someone say it? Al-Mukhalafatu Thiqat, mashallah. How many came out from the Al-Mukhalafatu Thiqat? Al-Mukhalafatu Thiqat gave birth to five children. Hey, what's the first child? Al-Maqloob. The second one, the last one was what? The last one. Al-Musahhaf. Al-Musahhaf, not Musahhaf. Al-Musahhaf. Uh, what was the second last? Al-Muttarib. Al-Muttarib means contradicting. Hey, what was the third last? Al-Mazidu fi Muttasil al-Asanid. Hey, and the second one was what? Al-Mudraj. Al-Mudraj. And then the first one was what? Maqloob. We did it. We did it, alhamdulillah. Now when we come to the kitab, all we're going to do is, we're going to define those words. Nothing more. Just the last part, Ibn al-Hajar talks about siyagul ada. how do you take the narration? How do you give it? What is the difference between akhbarana, haddatana, anba'ana? And the difference between that, are you with me brothers? And what's the difference between ijazah and amunawala and wama ila dalik? Are we together? Which is really not part of the book like that. Mustalah hadith, we took it today. If we stop today like this, we can say that we studied the framework, the frame of Hafiz al-Hajjah's kitab, Nukhbatul Fikr. He's the one who broke it like this. Rahimahullahu, rahmatan wasi'ah. So after the salah, we will, bi-idhnillah uh, al-kareem, go into the uh, book, inshallah. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. قال المصنف رحمه الله تعالى الحمد لله الذي لم يزل عالما قديرا وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد الذي أرسله إلى الناس بشيرا ونذيرا وعلى آل محمد وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فإن التصانيف في اصطلاح في اصطلاح أهل الحديث قد كثرت ووسطت واختصرت The author here حافظ بن حجر He says فإن التصانيف The books that are written في اصطلاح أهل الحديث قد كثرت The books that are written in the science of hadith are many 
and the first one or the first person who wrote in the science of hadith is uh, Al-Qadi Abu Muhammad Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu Ar-Rama Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu He was the first person to write in the science of Mustalah al-Hadith So if somebody asks you in the science of hadith, Mustalah al-Hadith who was the first person to write it? You say Al-Qadi Abu Muhammad Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu Ar-Rama Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu He wrote a kitab called Al-Muhadith Al-Fasil Al-Qadi Abu Muhammad Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu Ar-Rama Hurmuziyu He wrote a kitab called Al-Muhadith Al-Fasil Hafid Ibn Hajar he said لكنه لم يستوعب ولكنه ولكنه لم يستوعب The problem is he didn't bring all of the issues he didn't bring everything After him came الإمام أبو عبد الله الحاكم النيسابوري أبو عبد الله الحاكم النيسابوري Al-Imam Al-Nisaburi, Abu al-Habu al-Hakim Al-Nisaburi and he wrote a kitab called Ma'rifatu Ulum al-Hadith He wrote a kitab called Ma'rifatu Ulum al-Hadith He's the second person and then the third person who came is Abu Nu'aym Al-Asfahaniyu or you can say Al-Asbahaniyu both ways it's said Asfahan ama Asbahan The scholars they say it Both ways He wrote a mustakhraj On the kitab written by Abu Abdullah Al-Hakim al-Naysaburiyu We'll speak about mustakhraj in another time The person who came after Abu Nu'aym al-Asbahani Is Al-Imam Abu Bakr Khatib al-Baghdadi Abu Bakr al-Khatib al-Baghdadi rahimahullah he came and he authored and what he did was nearly every matter related to Mustalah al-Hadith he authored he ordered he authored sorry he authored a specific book in it and Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi First he wrote a general book That has all of it in there Which he called Al-Kifaya And then what he did was He took chapters out of that And he made it into a specific book And Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi Rahimahullah Walidhalika Hafid ibn Hajar says وَقَلَّ فَنٌ مِنْ فُنُونِ الْحَدِيثِ إِلَّا وَقَدْ صَنَّفَ فِيهِ كِتَابًا مُفْرَدًا Khatib al-Baghdadi in every chapter in the Mustalah al-Hadith just about every part of it he wrote a book in it وَلِذَلِكَ الْحَافِظْ أَبُوْ بَكَرْ إِبْنُ نُقْطَةِ الْحَافِظْ أَبُوْ بَكَرْ إِبْنُ نُقْطَةِ He said كُلُّ مَنْ أَنْصَفَ عِلْمٍ كل من أنصف علم أن المحدثين 
Abu Bakr ibn Ukhta said, Everybody who is fair and is just and knows this science of hadith will realize that Abu Bakr ibn Khatib, Abu Bakr, Khatib al-Baghdadiyu has rights on us and that we are in need of his books. Abu Bakr, Khatib al-Baghdadi rahimahullah ta'ala, who said this, Abu Bakr ibn Nukhta, he said, Kullu man ansafa, anybody who is just, alima he will realize Every scholar of hadith who came after Khatib al-Baghdadi They are in need of his books Iyal is a child And a child needs his mother and his father Everyone is a child In the eyes and in the weight of the books of Imam al-Khatib al-Baghdadi After Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi The great Scholar Abu Hafs Al-Mayanaji or you can say Al-Mayanashi with a sheen. Jim or sheen, you can say whichever one you want. And he called his book Ma la yasi'ul muhadithu jahla. That which a scholar of hadith cannot be ignorant about. Ma la yasi'u al-muhadithu jahlu. What a scholar of hadith cannot be ignorant about. Like in this book, there are many mistakes in it. Walidalik and the scholars, they leave it. There are many, many mistakes uh, in that book. Until, those are all the books that were written. Until the great scholar, Taqiyuddin, Abu Amr, Uthman ibn Salah, came and he authored his muqaddimah, or which is known as Ulumul Hadith. Ibn Salah authored a book called what? Ulum al Hadith. He wrote a book called what? Ulum al Hadith, which is known as Muqaddimah ibn Salah. What is it known as? The people, they did i'tikaf, they did i'tikaf of this book. And no one really went over that. People stuck with Ibn Salah's Muqaddimah. ولذلك عراق الألفية that you're seeing it's a, it's, it's a work on the book of Ibn Salah ولذلك he says وحيث الجاء الفعل والضمير لكل واحد ومن له مستور كقال أو أطلقت لفظ الشيخيما أريد إلا ابن الصلاح مبهما عراقي his نظم the thousand lines of poetry that you see is on the مقدمة Ibn Salah it's on one book it's on the book مقدمة Ibn Salah Scholars, they sat down on, and they gave time to this book. The Muqaddimah of Ibn Salah. And it was a book that he wrote when he was in Damask, uh, Dimashq, Damascus, in Madrasa called Al-Madrasatul Ashrafiyya, and he dictated it. He dictated it, and the students wrote it, and this book is very, very good. And if you memorize the Al-Fiyatul Iraqi, and you memorize the Al-Fiyat of Imam Al-Iraqi, then inshallah ta'ala, 
you have reached a high level in understanding Mustalah al-Hadith. But all of this that we're talking about, brothers, are all the theory side. It's the Nadari side. The person then needs to go to Kutub Ilal, the books of Ilal, and actually learn how to apply those theories and put it into implementation. So the, so the person will read Al-Ilal, للإمام الترمذي with the شرح of Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali أما the كتاب التمييز للإمام الإمام مسلم رحمه الله and books like that which give you the تطبيقي side the application so you find a lot of people they are good theoretically theoretically they know the science but they've never ever authenticated one hadith or they've never applied a حكم on one hadith so it's important to combine between learning the theory and the principles and the application. So that's what the author here means, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. And one of the books that are written in this science is the one that we have right now, which he himself wrote, Rahimahullah Ta'ala. Ibn Hajar. Ibn Hajar now tells you why he wrote the book. What did we mention last lesson when we were teaching the Kitab Sharh al-Sunnah al-Imam al-Muzaniyu? That the authors, when they authored their books, they wrote it for one of two reasons. Either lisan su'al al-maqal, or the second one is su'al al-hal. Su'al al-maqal means a person writes a question to the Shaykh. And he says to him, can you explain to us this particular issue? There's some ambiguity regarding it. And the shaykh, he sits down and he writes a book. And many books are like that. Are you with me, brothers? From them is the Aqeedatul Wasatiyah that we're going to touch on, inshaAllah ta'ala. Ibn Hajar was requested by a qadi bin al-Qubat, a judge from the judges of Wasit, asked Ibn Hajar to write it. Uh, sorry, Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah. Jazakallah khairan. Ibn Taymiyyah. And that is the case regarding a lot of books. The same is with the Kitab Umdatul Ahkam, written by Abdul Ghani Abdul Wahid al Maqdisi. He was asked by a group of brothers to author it. He wrote it. And Imam Ibn Hajar here, he did the same. And sometimes the Shaykh is not asked, no one's telling him to write it. But he looks at the situation of the Muslims and he realizes that they are ignorant about, for example, uh, or the knowledge of this particular science is dying out. So what does he do? He sits down and he writes a book in this situation. This is a question from this. Who asked him to author this book? The situation did. A person didn't. The situation did. So Ibn Hajar here is saying, my brothers asked me. What did they ask for me? An What they asked me to do is to summarize the and give them the conclusion of Mustalah al-Hadith. And he called this book Nukhbatul Fikr fi Mustalah Ahl al-Athar. What does the word Mustalah mean? Mustalah means ma ta'arafa fiha ta'ifatun min al-nasi. Mustalah means whatever a group of people agree on is called a mustalah. If me and you say 
that this is not going to be called water and that it's going to be called a bottle. This is a musalah that me and you talk to each other in. Are we all together? And every field, they have their terms. Are you with me, brothers? They have their what? And they have the way to use it. Like, let's take the word sahih. What does sahih mean according to the sarfiyin? Ulama is sarf. When they say this is sahih, what do they mean? Huh? Harf min huruf al-illa is not in there. Wow, alif or ya is not in this word. That's what they mean. That's the term for the scholars of tsarf. Are we all together? And the grammarians. That this word doesn't have huruf illa in it. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense? The binyatul kalima, the structure of the word, doesn't have a huruf illa in it. Wow, alif, ya, why, why? Wow, alif, ya. It's not in the word. Does that make sense, brothers? But does sahih mean the same according to the muhaddithin? Does it mean the same according to the muhaddithin? What does it mean to them according to the muhaddithin? That's the definition of Sahih according to who? According to the scholars of Hadith. Then, this is called a Mustalah. What is that called? Mustalah. It's the Istilah of the Usuliyin. Istilah of the Muhaddithin. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense? So that one word... Each subject, what does it mean? It means it means something else. What does Sahih mean according to the ulama usul fiqh? What do they mean when they say this is Sahih? They mean this action wujida fihi shurut wa antafat fihi bawada. The conditions are there and the obstacles are not there. In other words, this person has followed, has come with ikhlas and mutaba'ah. One word. The usuliyin, they call it something. The sarfiyin, they call it something else. The ulama al-mustalah, they call it something else. It's just one word. Each group took that word and they gave it their own definition. So you need to, when you're talking to the usuliyin, you need to know what language. Or you're reading their books. You need to know what's their definition of this word. And we're in a time today where it's a... It's a world of terminologies. Somebody's going to use a word, what does he mean by it? And if you don't learn how to define terminologies, you're in trouble. Sahih. Because you may condemn something which is right, and you may praise something which is... So our religion teaches us a diqqah, this, to know each word what it means. فأقول الخبر إما أن يكون له طرق بلا عدد معين أو مع حصر بما فوق الاثنين أو بهما أو بواحد فالأول المتواتر المفيد للعلم اليقيني بشروطه والثاني المشهور وهو المستفيض على رأي والثالث العزيز وليس شرطا للصحيح خلافا لمن زعمه والرابع الغريب فكلها سوى الأول آحاد وفيها المقبول والمردود لتوقف الاستدلال بها على البحث عن أحوال رواتها دون الأول قد يقع فيها ما يفيد العلم النظري بالقرائن عن المختار ثم الغرابة إما أن تكون في أصل السند أو لا فالأول الفرد المطلق والثاني الفرد النسبي النسبي ويقل إطلاق الفردية عليه خبر الأحاد بنقل عدل تام بالضبط متصل السند غير معلل 
ولا شاذ غير معلل ولا شاذ هو صحيح لذاته وتتفاوت رتبه بتفاوت هذه الاوصاف ومن ثم قدم صحيح البخاري ثم مسلم ثم شقهما فان خف الضبط فالحسن لذاته وبكثره طرقه رحمه الله هي goes into خبر he goes into خبر how many times did we categorize the خبر into how much two what was the first one how it reached us first of all خبر and hadith is it the same according to ibn hajar he believes that the khabar and the hadith are muradif. Ma'ana muradif? Synonyms. He means he believes it's the same. How do you know that he believes it's the same? Two ways. One, when he said here al khabaru from the matter of the hadith, from the matter of the book, we realize that what he brings inside there is sahih and hasan. And we know that to be what? Hadith. Are we all together? Number two, he clearly states that in the sharh of his kitab. Ibn Hajar explained his own book. The kitab Nukhbatul Fikr, he explained it in a kitab called Al-Nushatul Nadar. Nushatul Nadar is a sharh of his kitab. It's called Nushatul Nadar Fi Tawdihi Nukhbatul Fikr Fi Mustalahi Ahli Al-Athar. He explained the book himself. And when he came to this point, he said, Al-Khabaru Muradifun Lil Hadithi. Khabar and hadith is the same. Are we all together? Here he goes into, and other scholars they don't agree with him, but we're not going to go into that. Some scholars they don't agree, they believe that khabar is more generic than a what? Huh? And that is the strongest opinion. That the khabar is more generic. Ala kulli hal, how does the khabar reach us? How does the khabar reach us? How many ways did I mention it reaches us? Two. Two. What were they? Look what he said. Look at the hadith. Look what he said. Look what he said. He said, "Imma an yakuna lahu turqun bila adadin muayyan." It doesn't have a number to it. Which of the two doesn't have a number? It's too much. So this one, when he just said, "Imma an yakuna lahu turqun bila adadin muayyan," he's talking about what? He's talking about the mutawatir. It's the first type of how the hadith reached us. Are we all together, brothers? Does that make sense? So the mutawatir is, it reached us without a number. Meaning it's too much for us to even want to look at it. I said that I gave you an example before. China, does it exist? Is there a country called China? You'll say, yes, there is a country called China. I'll say to you, have you been there? You'll say, no, I haven't been there. I'm going to say, how do you know it exists? You're going to say, it reached me in a multitude narration. I'm going to say to you, how many people told you? And you'll say, the number is too much for me to count. Does that make sense now? So this is called what, brothers? What is this called? It's called mutawatir. So the first type when he says, What does that mean? It's mutawatir. What does mutawatir mean? Conditions have to be found in the mutawatir. To hadith to be a mutawatir, there are conditions that need to be met. Number one, write these conditions down. Okay, there are four conditions. If these four conditions are not found, it's not mutawatir. Number one, adadun kathirun ahalati al-adatu tawatu'uhum aw tawafuqahum ala al-kadibi. Adadun kathirun, the number is too much. 
the number is too much. أَحَالَةِ الْعَادَةُ تَوَاطُؤَهُمْ يعني أي توافقهم على الكذب which makes it impossible for all of these people to agree on a lie. It just makes it impossible. The number is so much that it makes it impossible for them to agree on a lie. Are you with me, brothers? What does that mean? It means that the numbers are coming from a group of them are saying it in, in, in England. A group are saying it. Some people are saying there's a country called China in England. And some of them are saying it in, in Canada. And some are saying in America. And some are saying it in Saudi Arabia. Some are saying it in this country. Are we all together, brothers? It's been said everywhere, which makes it impossible for it to be a lie. Because all of these people didn't meet each other. They, they didn't have a meeting and say, let's all lie. Sahih? Does that make sense? It makes it a hal tawatuhum al kadibi. I'll give you an example. If you're in your house and in one room somebody tells you something, and then when you go to the next room somebody tells you something which wasn't in the same room as this person, now you're going to what? You're going to start believing it. If you go to the next room and somebody says, to you, oh, did you hear this? You're going, to, you're going to even finish the sentence. You're going to be like, yeah, I already heard it. And you already believe it. Sahih? Are you with me, brothers? Because you believe all of these people are in different places. That's number one. Number two, the, the quantity and the number, rawaw dhalika ammitlihim, the second shart is, rawaw dhalika, so let's say a hundred people narrated from the Prophet Ali Are you with me brothers? And then all of that hundred, only one person narrated from them. This is not mutawatir. Cross it out. This has to be what? It has to be It has to be in all of the chain. Everywhere. The number has to be big in all of the chain. Are we all together brothers? It cannot be like 200 narrated from the Prophet and then all of the 200, only one person heard it from them. Or let's just say the 200, let's say 200, 150 of them didn't narrate the hadith to anyone. They just kept it to themselves. How many is left? 50. There's 50, one person heard it from the 50. And he's the only one who transmitted it. Are you with me, brothers? This is not called mutawatir. What is this called? We're going to come to it later. Because it doesn't happen in all of the tabaqah of the Senate. It has to, the large number has to be consistent in what? So 100 narrated from the Prophet and then 50 narrated, which is still mutawatir. The number can decrease as long as it's still large like him. The third one is... So the second one was what? From the beginning to the end. Number... Number three is وَكَانَ مُسْتَنَدُ انْتِهَائِهِمُ الْحِسَّةِ وَكَانَ مُسْتَنَدُ انْتِهَائِهِمُ الْحِسَّةِ What does that mean? All of them have to say I had. It has to all go back to the senses. Or I saw. Are you with me brothers? All of those individuals from the 200 that narrated from the Prophet, every one of them have to, has, have to have heard it from the Prophet. Are we all together? If it all has to go, وَكَانَ مُسْتَنَدُ 
intihaihim. Al-hissah. They all have to have heard it or saw it. Are you with me, brothers? All of them. So these are narrating from these ones, they heard it from this one. These ones are narrating from these ones, they heard it from them. Every single one of them. Sah? Good. Number four is Wandafa ila dalika Wandafa ila dalika an yashaba khabarahum Wandafa ila dalika an yashaba khabarahum ifadatul ilmi lisami'ihi This has to benefit your knowledge. It has to what? It has to benefit you knowledge. Here the knowledge he means he means certainty. It has to give you that certain feeling. That's a mas'ala we're gonna leave it for another time. What that means. Are you with me, brothers? Then he said, Oh The second type is what? Of Ahad. What was it? So what was the second type of Taqseemul Khabari bi'tibari wusuli ilayna, the way the khabar reached us. What was the second type? Ahad, right? Ahad was how many types? Two types. What was the first one? Restricting it to A. Ibn Hajar says, Oh ma'a hasrin bima. He's now going to tell you. If two narrated, what is it called? Al Aziz. So two heard it from the Prophet. Two, 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 two. In all of the chain, brothers. The two has to be fi kulli tabaqati sanat. Are we all together, brothers? Okay. Oh, bihima. Oh, ma'hasrin bima fok. No, sorry. Bima fokatanaini means more than two. More than two. What is that one? Mashhur. Two is what? Aziz. One is what? The Sheikh, that's what he told you. Gharib. So, pay attention here. The Mashhur, what is it? Three to what? 3 to 10. Above 10 onwards is what? Mutawatir. Inshallah, this is rough, rough. It's trying to bring it as close as possible. Sometimes you might find 11 and it's still considered mashur because of asbab arba, other points that need to be more discussed. I'm just trying to make it as close as possible, okay? Obihima, 2 is what? Aziz. 2 had it. Okay? And the only one is what? Look what Ibn Hajar says. Look at the book. It, the way he flows his statement is very powerful. He says, Fal-awwalu, the first. What did he mean the first? The one I said there is no number for. What was that called? He called it, Al-Mutawatiru Al-Mufidu Lil-Ilmi Al-Yaqini Bishuruutihi. What does the certainty benefit us? Sorry, what does the multitude narration, the mutawatir, the multitude narration, what does it benefit us? It gives you certainty. When a hundred pe- people tell you something, and when one person tells you, are they the same? Does it feel the same? Yeah? Ibn Hajar is telling you that the mutawatir, it gives you certainty. That this is qat'i, yes, it's 100%. If a hundred people tell you something, boom, one person comes and tells you another one, another one, another one. Do you feel the same about this information? Whereas if one person was to tell you. And then I want to mention a mas'ala, aqadiyya, that's very important. Huna farq, there is a difference between this khabar. What does it benefit me? What, can I, what benefit do I take from it? 
and whether I implement it or not. Please learn this, brothers. This is very important. The mutawatir, yes, it benefits me certainty, without a doubt. That which the ahad cannot benefit me. If a hundred people tell you something, and if two people tell you something, is it the same? Huh? Lakin. The group called the Mu'tazila, they said, since multitude benefits our certainty, and the ahad does not benefit our certainty, are we all together? We're not going to implement the ahad, we're only going to implement the... This is corrupted. What it benefits you is different from in terms of implementation. Implementation, you have to come with the ahad as much as you need to come with the... And the Ahl-Sunnah. Are you with me, brothers? Have I made clear sense here? So what it benefits you, whether it benefits you dhanni or whether it benefits you ilm al-yaqini or what? ilm al-nadari. The point at hand here is عند amali When it comes to action, the way that we do the ahad, we do the mutawatir. If it's the ahad is sahih. If the ahad is sahih and it meets the condition of authenticity, we implement it the way we implement the mutawatir. Does that make sense? Whether it be in aqidah or whether it be in what? Ahkam, fiqh. We're all together. I want you to all remember that. Now I have to, because we're teaching the science. Ibn Hajar bringing this concept in here right now is not correct. Why? Because what does a text benefit you? I mean, what can you take from a, bene- a, a, a text? What subject deals with that? All of this is bringing here right now. This is nothing to do with Mustalah al-Hadith. This is an usul al-fiqh. We're all together, brothers. Has nothing to do with what? It's a foreign discussion in this field. It's got nothing to do with it. It has to be taken and placed in. Huh? Because what do I take from this text is the, is the reality of usul al-fiqh. Are you with me, brothers? Mustalah al-Hadith only deals with is this text sahih or not? Is it accepted or rejected? That's it. But what does this text benefit me? That's usul al-fiqh. Does that make sense, brothers? Am I making sense here? So Ibn Hajar here, he went into a discussion of usul al-fiqh. He went into a discussion of usul al-fiqh, which we will talk about. The matter of whether it benefits a certainty or not, we will leave that for in our sharh of al-waraqat. Then he says, Wathani, the second type is, what does he mean by the second type? He means, I want people to be with me and understand the matter. What does he mean the second type? The one that has a, Mutawatir is it restricted to any number? It's too much. Like in Ahad is what? So he's talking about the second type which is restricted to a number. The first of them is what? Al-Mashhuru. Mashhur is what? Three or? Look what he says here. وَهُوَ الْمُسْتَفِيضُ عَلَى رَأِيهِنْ And according to opinion of some scholars, they believe that Mashhur and Mustafid are the same. عَلَى رَأِيهِنْ According to an opinion. When the scholars, they say, according to an opinion, they mean... There's a khilaf hidden there. When they say ala ra'in, they mean there's a difference of opinion. Some scholars believe, no, they're two different things. He's saying it is the same. And they're saying, no, it's not the same. Are we all together? Ibn Hajar, what does he believe? That the mustafid and the mashur are, are the same. The mustafid and the mashur are the, 
Al-Mashhur and the Mustafid are the same. He believes they're both the same. But that's not the case. Wasthalithu, the third type is what? The third type of Ahad is what? Sorry, the th- sorry, the second type of Ahad is what? Al-Aziz. Aziz is what? Two, 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 and the whole of the chain. If it becomes three, what does it become? If it becomes one, what does it become? Gharib. So what is it? Two, 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 fi kulli tabaqati sanad. Here he said something, look at it everybody. وَلَيْسَ شَرْطًا لِلصَّحِيحِ خِلَافًا لِمَنْ زَعَمَوْ And this is where Amir Sanani, he said in Qasab al-Sukhar. وَلَيْسَ شَرْطًا لِلصَّحِيحِ فَعَلَمِي وَقَدْرُمِي مَنْ قَالَ بِالتَّوَهُمِي وَلَيْسَ شَرْطًا لِلصَّحِيحِ فَعَلَمِي Some scholars they said, this is Abu Abdullah Hakim in Isaburi. He said that Al-Imam al-Bukhari in his Sahih, the ahadith that he brings, they are what? Aziz. He won't bring a gharib. A hadith which has only one chain. Are you with me, brothers? Ibn Hajar is saying, For Bukhari to bring it in his sahih as only to be what? Two. That's not his condition and you're, that's wrong. That is wrong on your side, Nisaburi. Abu Hakim and Nisaburi is correcting him. Are we all together, brothers? Why? Because they said, look at the first hadith and the last hadith. The first hadith Imam Bukhari narrated his sahih, what was it? He said, Hadathan al-Humaydiyu Abdullahi, Abdullahi ibn Zubaydin, who took from who? Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Ansari, Muhammad ibrahim al-Taymi, Al-Qamat ibn Abi Waqas al-Layti, Umar ibn al-Khattab. No one transmitted this hadith from Umar, any other companion except Umar. And no other person transmitted it from Umar other than who? Al-Qamah ibn Abi Waqas al-Layti. And no one from Al-Qamah except Muhammad Ibrahim al-Taymi. And no one from Muhammad Ibrahim al-Taymi except who? Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Ansari. From Yahya ibn Sa'id al-Ansari it became 200. As Ibn Raja mentions in his kitab Jam Ulum al-Hikam. Al-Qamah ibn Abi Waqas al-Layti, it's disputed whether he's a Sahabi or a Tabi'i. And Ibn Hajr says in Fathul Bari that if Umar is, a, Umar is a Sahabi without a doubt, and Al-Qama مختلفٌ فيه Is it a Sahabi or is it a Tabi'i? Let's take the opinion that Al-Qama is a Sahabi There are two Sahaba and two Tabi'in in the chain And if we take the opinion that Al-Qama is not a Sahabi He's a what? A Tabi'i Then there's one companion and how many Tabi'in? And the last hadith is by who? Bukhari rahimahullah hadith Kalimatani Kalimatani Khafifatani Ala lisani Thaqilatani Subhanallah wa bihamdi Subhanallah al-Azim This hadith is ahad I'll give you guys a benefit inshaAllah ta'ala Bukhari Who did he start his book with? Who is the sheikh he narrated from? I just mentioned it Innam al-Amal ibn Who did he narrate it from? Humaydiyu Abdullah ibn Zubair Who did he narrate it from? Humaydiyu Humaydiyu Abdullah ibn Zubair Humayd comes from the word hamd Excuse me, brothers. Just to show you how Imam al-Bukhari was daqiq and how he really looked at placing his book and the way he wrote it. The first narrator that Bukhari narrated, his sheikh that he narrated from is who? Why did he, the sheikh's name is not Humaydi. Humaydi is his nisbah, the, way he, the land he's from. He should have said Abdullah ibn Zubair al-Humaydiyu. Just the way we say Abu Abdullah al-Hakim al-Naysaburiyu. Why did he put the Humaydi first before Abdullah ibn Zubair? Abdullah ibn Zubair is his name. The reason they said is because 
he wrote in his book Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, but he didn't write the Hamdala. He didn't write the Hamdala. So he brought a Shaykh whose name is Mushtaq. It's rooted from the word Hamd. And the last Shaykh in which he brought in his Sahih, the Kalimatani, the Hadith I just mentioned, is his Shaykh Ahmad ibn Sinan. And he concluded the book with what? Hamd. Ahmad ibn Sinan is taken from the word? It's taken from Hamd. I benefited this when I went to India. And scholars of Hadith of India, they swallowed Imam al-Bukhari al-Sahih and they learnt every letter and every word. Bukhari started his Sahih with what? Kitab al-Bad al-Wahi. The reason is because the revelation should start with your life. Your life should start with following the legislation. And he finished his Kitab with what? Kitab al-Tawheed. Because Everything, the tartibat of the books, the ahadith that he placed in there, every hadith he placed in there, he placed he prayed two rak'ah. How many rak'ah did he pray? So he's look here. Every hadith Bukhari placed in his sahih, before he put it in there, he prayed two rak'ah. When he finished his two rak'ah, he would put it in there. And Allah gave this book al-qabul, acceptance. The ummah accepted it. So Ibn Hajar refutes him in the Sharah as well that Imam Al-Hakim Al-Nisaburi is wrong. And this mistake affected Hakim Al-Nisaburi when he said that that the shart of Imam Al-Bukhari is what? Aziz. Because he has a kitab called what? Mustadrak. He has a mustadrak ala Imam Al-Bukhari and Muslim. So if he got the condition of Bukhari wrong then when he brings, when he does istidrak on Bukhari it's going to be wrong. وَلِذَلِكَ هِيْسْ مُسْتَدْرَكَ The level of it dropped because of some of the ahadith in which he brought in there. That's a side benefit, inshallah ta'ala. The last type of ahadith called what? غريب. غريب means what? غريب means one narration. The غريب is two types. Write this down. The غريب is how many types? The غريب is two types. The first one is called الغريب المطلق. الغريب المطلق. And the second one is Al-Gharib Al-Nisbi. And the second one is Al-Gharib Al-Nisbi. Al-Nisbi, Nisbi, Nisbi. What is the difference between Al-Gharib Al-Mutlaq and Gharib Al-Nisbi? Gharib Al-Mutlaq means Min Mabda'i Sanad. The Sahabi who narrated from the Prophet is only one. That's Mutlaq. Even if it becomes one Sahabi heard it from the Prophet and then from that Sahaba, 2,000 people narrated it from him. This is still called what? It's gharib. But what type of gharaba is this? Mutlaq, <coughs> and it's because it started from the top of the... It started from the beginning of the chain, which is the Sahabi onwards. All of these issues, I'm telling you, there are khilafat, discussions, pull and push. I'm just giving you the zubda. Okay? The second type is called... Gharib Nisbi. Gharib Nisbi means what? A fi asna'i sanadi. Al gharaba to fi asna'i sanadi. Ibn Hajj is going to bring that later, inshallah ta'ala. The gharaba happens within the chain. So, for example, 200 heard it from the Prophet, 200 companions, and then one tabi'i narrated from them. Because of this tabi'i, the hadith became what? It became gharib. This is hadith is called what? Gharib, if somebody asks you what type of gharaba is this, what are you going to say? Gharib. 
غريب نسبي. The author then says وكلها سوى الأول أحد. All of this, these three, مشهور, عزيز, and غريب, other than it is called what? It's called متواتر. Are you all together? No. Now we finished, brothers. What did we finish now? The ahad. How many types did we break it into? How many types did we break the ahad into? What was the first type? Taqsimu bi'atibari. Adadi turuqi. The number of the narrators, right? Did we finish that? How we finished that? We broke it into three. Mashur, Aziz, and? Now we're going to go into Taqsimu bi'atibari quwatihi wa'afi. In terms of its weak strength and its what? Weakness. Ayah. How many types was that? Two. What was the first one? Maqbool. What was the second? Mardud. We're now going to start with that one. We're going to do the Maqbool and then we're going to do the Mardud, inshaAllah ta'ala. Ayah. The author then says, وَفِيهَا الْمَقْبُولُ The Maqbool is وَالْمَرْدُودُ The Mardud لِتَوَقُفِ الْإِسْتِدْلَالِ بِهَا عَلَى الْبَحْتِ عَنْ أَحْوَالِ الرُّوَاتِهَا دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ Memorize this point. The mutawatir, do we have to do al-istidlalu ala al-bahdi an ahwalu ruwatiha? Do we need to look at the narrators? The mutawatir. No, 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 no. That's what he's saying to you, do not awali. The first one, you do not look into it. You don't research the mutawatir. You don't ask, has it met the conditions of authenticity? Why? لِأَنَّهُ بَلَغَتْ حَدْ أَحَالَتْ تَوَاطُوهُمْ عَلَى الْكَلِبِ They can't lie. They even can't come a mistake. It's too much. Are you with me, brothers? Lakin the ahad. It requires an istidlalu ala al-bahthi an ahwal al-ruwatiha. We need to look at the chain. We need to look at the narrators. The mashhur we need to investigate. The aziz we need to investigate. And the what? The gharib we need to investigate. That's what he's trying to say to you here. لِتَوَقُّفِ الْإِسْتِدْلَالِ بِهَا عَلَى الْبَحْثِ عَنْ أَحْوَالِ الْرُوَاتِهَا دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ means the first one was what? The mutawatir. دُونَ الْأَوَّلِ The first, the mutawatir, we don't look into it. Like in the ahad, do we look into it? Mm-hmm. We look into it. Now the shaykh is going to go into a mas'ala very important, which is, what did we just say before? The mutawatir, what does it benefit us? Certainty. What about the ahad? It benefits us what? It's based upon assumption. That's what he mentions here. It's based upon dhan, speculation. Are you with me, brothers? That's what the author is saying here. Whatever it benefits us or not, I told you, when you're implementing it, you have to implement it. If it meets the condition of what? Authenticity. Here the question is, is all of the ahad the same? Or there are different types of ahad? What do I mean by that? Is every single ahad that I see, all of them, they benefit me dhan? The Shaykh is trying to tell you, there is a type of ahad that benefits you certainty, just like the mutawatir benefits you certainty. And which one is it? It's the one that the scholars called al-muhtaf bil-qara'in. It's two. Okay, it's how many types? It's two. The first one is the ahad that is found in Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim. They're not like any other ahad anywhere else. It benef- the ahad in Bukhari and Muslim, what does it benefit us? Certainty, just like a mutawatir. Are you with me, brothers? Why? Because Bukhari's kitab is a consent to Ummah you, you agreed upon. 
that consents with the ahad, what did it do to it? It pushed it up. This is what they call al-muhtafu bil qara'in. External factors have, have, has made the ahad in Bukhari and in Muslim become what? Certainty. Are you with me, brothers? ما أخرج الشيخان في صحيحيهما مما لم يبلغ حد التواتر فإنه احتف بالقرائن What is the second one? The second type is called المسلسل بالروات أما ألبس المسلسل بالأئمة المسلسل بالأئمة What does that mean? الإمام أحمد Narrated from Imam Shafi'i, who narrated from Imam Malik. Malik narrated from Nafi'. Nafi', Nafi narrated from Ibn Umar. Ibn Umar narrated from the Prophet. This hadith is big. Why? We have three of the A'immatul Arba'a. Ahmad ibn, Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Mountain. Shafi'i. Mountain. Malik ibn Anas. Malik is a Najm. He's a star. And then we have Nafi' and Ibn Umar. This is called Silsila Dahabiyya. These three. Malik Nafi' and Ibn Umar. Walidharik Ibn Iraqi says, Imsakuna an hukmina ala sanad bi'annahu asahu mutlaqan waqad khada bihi qawmun faqila nafi'un faqila malik He says, Imsakuna an hukmina ala sanad bi'annahu asahu mutlaqan waqad khada bihi qawmun faqila malikun an nafi'un an nafi'un an Ibn Umar. So we have Malik an nafi'un an Ibn Umar. This hadith is considered to be one of the best chains. Those three, who narrated from Malik, Shafi'i, who narrated from Shafi'i, Ahmed. This, who narrated from Ahmed? Let's just say, مثلاً, uh, Imam al Aima narrated from him. This is called Al-Musalsal bil Aima. If, if this is Ahad, one, 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 it's not like any other one, one, one. Because who can, well, like some of the self, they used to say, if Ahmed ibn Hanbal says something, and the Ummah says something, we'll take Ahmed's call. Some scholars they say the same about Imam Shafi'i. They say the same about Imam Malik. They're thaqib. Tiqiq. Are you with me, brothers? They were precise. Are you with me, brothers? So those are the two types. That are ahad, but they are they benefit of certainty. What are they? The ahad that's narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim, and the second which is what? Al-Musalsal bil Hafid Hajar mentions that for you. Then he says to you, Thummal gharabatu imma antakuna fi asli sanadi awla. What did we take? How many gharaib, how many gharaba are there? How many gharib are there? Hadith which is gharib. Two types. What is the first one? Mutlaq. He tells you, what's mutlaq? Fi asli sanad, the beginning of the chain. And the second one is what? An nisbi. Nisbi is what? It's in the middle of the in the chain. So sometimes, are you with me brothers? It can be an individual and sometimes it can be a land. It can be a land or an individual. We won't go into too much details into that. We've now finished what? What did we finish? We finished Ahad. What was the second type of Ahad? Yeah? This was Taqsimu bi'itibari adadi turuqi. We finished that. In terms of its numbers, we finished that, did we not? What was left for us? In terms of its what? Strength and what? 
Strength and weakness. What was the first type? Maqbool. Under the Maqbool, what comes under there? Yeah? Taqseemu bi'atibari maratib in terms of its levels. In terms of its levels, how many come under that one? Two. What were the two? Sahih and? What comes under Sahih? Lidati. What comes under uh, second type of Sahih is what? Lighayrihi. Hasan. Lidati. Hasanun. Now we're going to go into Sahih again. Now let me break it down before I go into the book. Sahih, in simple terms, is a hadith. وجد فيه ثلاثة شروط وانتفت فيه شرطان Three things are found in it and two things are absent This hadith is called what? Sahih Let me repeat that one more time It's a hadith Three conditions are present Three things are present and two things are what? Absent They cannot be there if they get caught in the area, it causes the hadith not to be sahih anymore. Are, you to, are, you, are we all together? Brothers, does that make sense to all of you? What are the three conditions that need to be found? Number one, the chain of narration should be connected. Ittisalu sanad. The chain has to be what? The chain has to be connected. That's the first condition for a hadith to be sahih. Second condition is what? The second condition is the narrators they have precision what do they have? they have precision in their memory their memory is complete their memory is what? it's complete they have complete precision the third thing that needs to be found is what? they have to be reliable people they have to be reliable they have to have integrity. The third one is Their integrity has to be complete. Those are the what, brothers? The three things that have to be there. What are the two things that have to be missing? There can't be shudud opposition. They can't be what? Shudud. Shudud means what? It can't oppose. It can't oppose. No opposition. This narration should not oppose any other narration. Okay. The opposition is what? One narrator here who's reliable because he's met that condition but he's opposing someone who is or he's got precision but he's opposing someone who is greater than him. He's reliable, he's good, he's, everything's very fine. But he's, he's, he's opposing Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, or Imam Shafi'i, or Imam Malik. Are you with me, brothers? Huh? This hadith we're going to say is weak because he opposed. The second type of opposition is one person who is strong. But he's opposing a number. مُخَالَفَةُ الثِّقَةِ لِمَنْ هُوَ أَكْثَرُ مِنْهُ عَدَدًا He's opposing what? Individually he can take them all. Each person he's stronger than them individually. But now they've all come together and they've opposed his narration. Are you with me brothers? Am I making sense here? 
A lot of you ask this question a lot. Is it permissible to move your finger in the tashahud? Can you move your finger? Are you with me, brothers? The scholars say, this is mis'ala, mis'ala based upon whether the hadith is shad or not. We just took the word shudud right now, right? It's an issue based on opposition. How is it based upon opposition? Okay, here. We have a narration where a number of narrators all said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he would do the tashahud, he would, they used the word, وَكَانَ yushiru. He would do ishara, he would point. One narrator came, only him, and he said, he would move it. This narrator is called Zaidah ibn Qudamat al-Thaqafi. Zaidah. He's the one who said he moved it. The rest didn't say that. What's happened here? It's a mukhalafa. It's shudud. They said this is weak then. Because here we have Sufyan al-Thawri, Sufyan al-Mu'yayn, a'imma kibar on this side. And we have Zaidah who's reliable, who is strong, who's precise. But the problem here is he's opposing a large number of people who are more than him in number. He actually opposed 12 people, 12 people by himself. What did they grade this hadith to be? Are you with me, brothers? I am still of the opinion that it's not weak. That this hadith is what? Sahih. The Prophet did move it. How do I go about this issue then? The way I go about it is when they all said those 12 when they said he moved, he pointed his finger and Zaida said he moved it. The word that's used here is Yushiru wa Yuharriku. In the Arabic language, they don't oppose each other. There's no Mukhalaf Asl. Are you with me, brothers? If I say to you in the Arabic language, Ta'al, come here, and somebody sees it, they will say to him, Ashara lahu an yatiya. He pointed to him to come. But I moved my hand. Do you get it? So the tahrik of the usbu and the ishara doesn't oppose each other. Do you get it, brothers? وَلِذَلِكَ the khilaf goes based on that issue. وَلِذَلِكَ Sheikh Muqbil ibn Hadi al-Wadi'i alayhi rahmatullahi, one of his students, he wrote a kitab called, a little risala on this issue, جَمْعَ بَيْنَ You bring all the turuq of the hadith, sahih. When you look at the sahih, there's a mukhalafa here. He's opposing them. But is this word opposing this word in terms of meaning? Is it? It's not. The view of Shaykh al-Albani is very strong in his kitab, Sifat Salat al-Nabi. That you can, you can move your finger. Are you with me, brothers? Does that answer your question? Does that answer that question that keeps coming up every time? That's the jawab for it. And you learnt it at a time when you studied what shad means, right? That's the discussion of what is shad and what isn't shad. Are you with me, brothers? Very good. Shudud is mukhalafatu thiqa. Liman huwa awthaqu minhu. A one person is opposing another person who is more greater than him. He's a thiqa, he's a reliable person. But he's opposing another person more reliable than him. The second one is mukhalafatu thiqa. He's opposing a people who are more than him in number. Okay? This is called what? 
What's the, what's the last condition that needs to be absent? The, the, how many things do you say have to be absent? Two. I said two, right? I said two. Three things have to be present. And how many have to be absent? What was the, the, the two that have to be absent? One is called, it can't be shad. Shad means what? Opposition. It can't oppose. The last one is what? It can't have illa qadiha. It can't have a hidden defect. This is the this hidden defect issue, brothers, is a no, this is where the jahabida come into place. Well like I have a book in my house that I read many years ago, written by Sheikh Muqbil ibn Hadi al Wadi'i. It's called A Hadithun Mu'allah Vahiruha Siha. Hadith when you look at it from the outer, it looks authentic, nothing's wrong with it. It looks good. You checked it, chain are connected, everything looks good. But it's disconnected. There's a hidden defect you can't see. Are you and your brothers? It's called a hadith mu'allah siha. From the outer it looks sahih, but from the hidden, it can't have that. Who can see this one? I'll give you an example. Akhuna Muhammad came to this class today. Let's just say I'm from the great scholars of hadith at the time of the Salaf. I have a sitting here, I'm narrating a hadith. What am I doing? I'm narrating a hadith. Muhammad always comes to my classes and every single class he participates. Apparently one of the classes he missed it. He wasn't there. He didn't come. But he normally comes to my class, true or false. He always hears the hadith I narrate. What did he do? He chose to attribute that hadith to me without lying. He said from Abdurrahman. He didn't say I heard it from Abdurrahman. He said from Abdurrahman. Scholars of hadith will pick that. He wasn't there that day. They will pick that out. And that is disconnected. And that he, he, he missed somebody from the chain. Look how the deen is being protected here. They will bring that out. And they will bring that out to the open. Because of their jihad and their efforts and their hard work. This is another mas'ala. This is the ilal of the hadith. And that's the hardest chapter of hadith. Are you with me, brothers? So it's something that not the eye cannot catch. This is for the great scholars of hadith. It's for the great scholars of what? Well, sometimes when you read the books of ilal, you see Imam Ahmed saying the hadith, hadith is, this hadith has a illa in it. And then you find some people, scholars who come after and they will authenticate the hadith. Because they only look at it from the apparent. apparent. Ahmed and his Imma, they saw something that the eye caught. That they cannot. If somebody who works in a money shop, if he works in a money shop and he's dealing with money every day, he can see the money before it's even put in his hand. He's like, okay, this money is not it's forged. Don't bring it to me. If somebody asks him, how do you know? He's like, I know it. All my life I've been spending my time touching money, looking at money. Do you, are you with me, brothers? Scholars of hadith, this is what it becomes for them. They, they hear a hadith and they know, Wallahi, Nabi Muhammad doesn't speak like that. Wallahi, he can't say this. As the poet said, The people of hadith, they actually memorize the way that the Prophet spoke. So if somebody said something, they'll say, No, Allah, he doesn't speak like that. How can he say it like that? Are you with me, brothers? 
Because day in, day out, they're looking at hadith and another hadith and another hadith. They learn the structure of the words, the order of how he spoke. Sallallahu alayhi wa So we've now taken the hadith which is sahih. How many conditions have to be found? Three. How many have to be absent? Two. Are you with me, brothers? Hold on to that. I need you to remember that. Three that were there and the two that are missing. Are you with me, brothers? I need you to hold on to it because something's going to come up later. Okay? Something's going to come. وَتَتَفَاوَتُ رُتَبُهُ بِتَفَاوُتِ هَذِي الْأَوْصَافِ It's already come. What is it? A hadith, its level can fluctuate. It can go up and down based on those we just mentioned, if they go up and down. For example, the memorization of the narrator slightly goes down, the name of this hadith also goes down. If his memory is 100%, then it changes. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense? Uh, two things that we want to... So the author gives an example. Bukhari and Muslim. He says, وَمِنْ ثَمَّ قُدِّمَ صَحِيُّ الْبُخَارِ ثُمَّ مُسْلِمٌ ثُمَّ شَرْطُهُمَا Why is Bukhari more than... Why is Bukhari greater than Muslim? If both of them came with these five points that we mentioned, three that have to be found and two have to be missing. Why? Kayf? Bukhari became a sahih min sahih Muslim. Because the poet, what did he say? Iraqi, وَأَوَّلُ مَنْ صَنَّفَ فِي الصَّحِيحِ مُحَمَّدٌ وَخُصَّةٌ وَخُصَّةٌ بِالتَّرْجِيحِ وَمُسْلِمٌ بَعْدُ وَبَعْضُ الْغَرْبِ مَعَ أَبِي عَلِيٌ فَضَّلُوا دَلَوْنَ فَعْ وَلَمْ يَعُمَّاهُ وَلَكِنْ قَلَّمَّا Another poet, he said, لَقَدْ تَشَاجَرَ قَوْمٍ فِي الْبُخَارِي وَمُسْلِمٌ فَقَالُوا بِأَيِّ دَيْنِي تَقَدَّمُوا لَقَدْ فَاقَ الْبُخَارِي وَصِحَّةً كَمَا فَاقَ الْمُسْلِمُ صَنَعَةً Who's more authentic in terms, who's greater in terms of authenticity? Who's better in terms of structure? So Muslim is good in one thing, and Bukhari is good in... But the question here, this is the golden, this is the uh, one million dollar question. Why is Bukhari better than Muslim in authenticity? Go back to the conditions that I said have to be there. What were the three conditions that I said have to be there? The chain is? Bukhari is greater than Muslim in this issue. In the issue of Ittisal al-Sanit. Hold on to that, the connection of the chain. Hold on to that, why? How is it better? There's a mas'ala called, we're going to come to it later inshallah ta'ala, which is called An'anat al-Mudallis. Mas'ala called what? The an'ana of a mudallis. What does an'anat al-mudallis mean? A person, I'm trying to make it very easy, okay, brothers? So easy that you can understand it. Bite size. First of all, as you know, Bukhari and Muslim, this issue they had a debate on. A big back and forth. And Muslim was against Bukhari on this issue. Bukhari believed... If a person, some of the scholars, first of all, what they used to do was, they would miss a narration of a person. They never heard from this person. They never heard from this person. But what they would do is they would, the person who they heard from, they would throw them out. Whether it be two people, three people, one person, it doesn't matter, they'll throw them out. 
and they would jump to the person by saying from. They won't say he told me because they will be considered what? A liar. They won't lie. They would just say from. Like for example, as many of us do today, somebody, something happens in another country, we say this is what so and so did. But you weren't there. Somebody told you. You dropped the people who told you and you just got to the source. According to those scholars, you weren't allowed to do that. Every hadith of the Prophet, you had to mention who you heard it from and who they heard from. So this Imam would do what is known as Tadlis. Tadlis means he would take people out of the chain. Okay, this person is now called a what? A Mudallis. He's known as a what? He is called a Mudallis. Because what, he did, what did he do? He did Tadlis. He took people out. Some of the scholars, they never used to do Tadlis. Shu'bat ibn Hajjad Abu Bistam al-Ataki He said, for me to do zina with my neighbor is more beloved to me than to do tadlis. He was harsh on that. Are you with me, brothers? Pay attention here now. But some scholars, they used to do, they used to do tadlis. Sufyan al-Thawri used to do tadlis. Are you with me, brothers? Some great scholars, they used to do tadlis. Now, let's come to this. What word would they use when they do tadlis? An. They'll throw the person out because they can't say hadathana. Hadathana means he told me. They threw a person or two out. Why would they do that? One is because maybe the person is weak. They know the person is weak. Or they want to make the chain shorter so they can get closer to the Prophet. So they're beautifying the chain. That's what tadlis means. Tadlis means to beautify the chain. To, to organize the chain. Does that make sense, brothers? This person is called the mudallis. What is the term that he's going to use? And is what he's going to use. He's going to use an, from. Good. If this person, are you with me brothers? He doesn't say an and he says hadathana, is it accepted? If he says, he doesn't use the word an, he says he told me. Would it be accepted? Of course it would. Because he's not a liar. He said, I heard. Is he accepted now? He done, he done what is known as tasrih al-sama'ah. I heard this. He's not a liar. It's taken from him. Does everybody understand the question? I really want you to understand the question before we go into the issue of Bukhari and Muslim. Let me repeat it again. Some of you guys have lost it. Bukhari, sorry, we have this person narrated from this person. In between these two people, is this person. He doesn't want to... This person doesn't want to narrate from this person. So he gets rid of him. So, to, so he can get close to this person. But he can't say this person told me. He'll be a liar because this is the person who told him. So what does he say? He brings the term An. Scholars already know him. They know him before to be a mudallis. They have his record. And now he used the word what? An. They will ask him, where is the person you dropped? Because he's not a liar and he's a reliable person. He'll say, Fulan is who I dropped. Are you with me, brothers? Question now. If this person says in another situation, he says, Haddathani, so and so told me, would we take it from him? Ha, he's a reliable person, he never lies, he doesn't, doesn't make a lie up. 
The reason why we're not taking it from him here is because he's a mudalist and he's using am, which doesn't show us whether he heard it from them. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay, good. Here, discussion happened between Bukhari and Muslim. This person is a mudallis. He said, Haddathani, so and so told me. This is not issue of tadlis, but he's known to be a mudallis. Muslim said, if he says to me, Haddathani, I will take it from him and I will accept it. Good. He didn't. He's a mudallis, but he told me, he heard it from me. He's not a liar. It's a connected chain for me. Are we all together, brothers? Bukhari said, no. I have an extra addition, condition on this man. So who's better now? In terms of chain, who's better? Bukhari brought an extra condition. What is it? I have to see that these people, once upon a time they met, I want to know that they've met each other and they spent time together. Are you with me, brothers? Does that make sense? If you haven't understood, don't just nod your head. It's important that you understand it. And then, Mukhari is stronger in connection than who? Good? Now, huh? No, both of them don't accept the Mudalis if he does an'ana. They both don't agree on that. They both agree on that. That if a Mudalis says an, they don't take it. We're talking about a Mudalis who says haddatana. Is that enough according to Muslim? No. Uh, Bukhari? No. He said... He has to do tasrih al-sama' and he has to have met him once before. And I have to know he met him. Meaning they were in the same country. Maybe they were doing... Huh? Or the possibility of them meeting is there, basically. The possibility of them meeting is there. Muslim said, I don't have to condition. This man's a real lie. He doesn't lie. And he said he told me. That's enough for me. And it's true. Muslim is right. That's still authentic. But it's not as authentic as who? He added extra... So he made it harder. Are we all together here, brothers? Good. Right, this is another benefit, side point. You will find that Imam Muslim, sorry, Bukhari, sometimes he brings in his Sahih a person who is a mudallis, who narrated with An in his Sahih. Who does that, Bukhari? What happened? This man is a mudallis, he's known to be a mudallis. And this, he, he didn't even say hadathani. What did he say? And Bukhari brought him in his sahih. No. Brothers, you have to. Ibn Hajjah, do you know how many years he spent on writing just the introduction for Sahih al-Bukhari? Just to, just to, he studied all of this. And how long it took him? 16 years. He wrote the Hajj al-Sari. Amahud al-Sari. Two volumes. Sixteen years he was looking at every letter, every word, every harakah that Bukhari placed in his sahih. Why? Bukhari. Huh? Huh? Nah, Bukhari. He knows what's in between. Mm. Yes and no. Bukhari. This is this man, Wallahi. You know, Imam Bukhari, if you knew him. Ya ikhwa, what he did for this ummah and the way he worked for the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu your tears, wallahi, will turn into blood. Saraha. He did a lot for this ummah, wallahi. And the time that he spent, 
and the world that he travelled and the people he met and the circumstances he met them and the way he was and his brain and everything it's just, it makes you appreciate that Allah made and people like that the scholars they say any hadith which is modelist in Sahih al-Bukhari mahmoolatun ala tisal automatically is connected because Bukhari done intikhab he selected those narrations he investigated he realized that the person he dropped was a reliable person are you with me? he recognized that the individual that was dropped that was taken out of the chain is a tiqa, is a reliable person no problem. and the only reason why this person dropped this person is to just get closer to the prophet's chain and make it shorter not necessarily because this person was what? weak because that was only one of the reasons why they dropped them and many other points that I don't want to go into you're going to become confused are you with me brothers? Another benefit, another thing, Bukhari is better than Muslim. Which is what? The narrators that are precise, the precision of the narrators, the ones that Muslim brought and the ones that Bukhari, Bukhari brought, who was criticized more? Muslim, a hundred and some, a hundred and some, double of what Bukhari was criticized is criticized for Muslim. There are three scholars, by the way who read Bukhari and Muslim and they weaken narrations in there three scholars big scholars first one is Al-Imam Dar Qutni second one is Abu Mas'ud al-Dimashqi and the third one is Abu Ali al-Jayani rahimahullah these three scholars they didn't give mercy to anything they sat down and they revised these books these three are you with me brothers? These three, the Bukhari and Muslim, the things that were criticized, and Risala Dukhtara was done by Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali. He done a, the khilafat that happened between who? The khilafat that happened between Bukhari and Muslim on those particular narrations. He did Dukhtara on it. I think Magister Dukhtara, I don't know. He brought those narrations. Hafid ibn Hajar's Hadusari. Hafid ibn Hajar's what? Hafid ibn Hajar's Hadusari brings you all of those narrations and he responds to one after the other. He refutes Dara Qutni. He refutes Abu Mas'ud al Dimashqi and he refutes Abu Ali al Jayani. All three of them. And he proves that Bukhari is right. Are you with me, brothers? When you read Hadusari, you will enjoy it all. What would you do? You will, you will enjoy it. You will love it. And you see that the haq is with who? <coughs> Al-Imam Bukhari. Scholars, they say, anybody who weakens Bukhari for whatever reason and still believes there are some weak narrations in there, his statement cannot leave the statement of these three imams. Because everyone who came after, who tried to weaken Bukhari from the muhaddithin, who even tried to, their statements couldn't leave the statements of these three. So the ijma' of the ummah is that if there is weak narrations, there are only these three. Are you with me? These three imams Even if you say that You can't leave these three Does that make sense? Because anyone who came after these three Couldn't add anything else onto it Does, Am I making sense here? Ah. The five that I mentioned What were the first? What's the first one? 
The chain of narration is what? The na- chain of narration is connected. What was the second? Huh? The memorization is what? What about if the memorization reduces? What is it called? Hassan. The difference between Sahih and Hassan is only the memory. If the memorization reduces, what's this hadith called? Hassan. What is it called? Hassan. So now what have we explained? The Sahih and the rest are the same. The rest of the conditions, both of them are connected. Both of them are what? The integrity of the narrators are 100%. The only difference between the two is what? Just the memory. The memory is the difference. The, the narrators in the hadith, which is Hassan, is that their memory is not alike the narration in the what? Sahih. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? It's how many ahadith they get right and how many hadith they do wrong. Are you with me, brothers? If somebody's mistake is like nadir, rare, he's got time bopt, it's 100% good. Because there's nobody on the, on the face of this earth that doesn't do it. But it's rare for him to be caught with a mistake in a hadith. Those are called sahih. Those narrators are sahih. If he does more, a bit more mistakes, are you with me, brothers? He does a bit more mistakes. And he gets it a lot of the time, but he's getting it right. Then he's called Hassan. And the scholars already graded everyone. You go to the Kitab Tahdib al Kamal Babul Hajjaj al Mizdi, you find the narrators in there. Each name, and if his memory was. Well, there's a database you can go to huh? and check all of that. Are you with me, brothers? All of the narrators are written. Okay, question. If the Hassan has another Hassan, and another Hassan, and another Hassan. All of them have low memory. The memory is a bit low. What is it called? Sahih al-Ghayrihi. Are you with me, brothers? What is Sahih al-Ghayri? It's a Hassan, 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 Hassan. What did it become? They supported each other. Where did they go up to? It's called Sahih al-Ghayrihi. Are you with me, brothers? Like in the Sahih al-Lidatihi is which? It's the first one I mentioned to you. Hassan al-Lidati was what? What was Hassan al-Lidatihi? What was Sahih al-Lidatihi? It's the three conditions are there and two are missing. What was Hassan? The memories... Low. What about if you have another chain, somebody else, his memory is low. And you have another chain, somebody else, his memory is low. You've got three now. What do these all three do to each other? They become sahih li ghayrihi. What does it become? Sahih li ghayrihi. Does that make sense? First of all, first of all the one, each one is what? Hassan ulidati, Hassan ulidati, Hassan ulidati. Each one is Hassan ulidati, Hassan ulidati, Hassan ulidati. But because they are three now, what does it become? Sahih What about if the person doesn't have no memory? I mean, his memory is very bad. And another one's memory is very bad. And another one's very... So, one whose memory is bad, what is the hadith called now? He's got no memory. 
I mean, he's got a weak memory. Uh, what is it called? Ba'if. So ba'if. But what about another one whose memory is bad? Another one's memory is bad. Another one's memory. And they're all saying the same thing. This is Hassan li ghayrihi. They're helping each other. Why not? I mentioned this before to you. If somebody's memory is like, oh, I don't remember properly. And somebody else is like, I, even me, I don't remember. But I think you're right. And another one comes and says, why even me? I think you're right. It's not like if one person didn't know. It has to give it weight, right? Yeah. They have to help each other. So what do we have here? We have Hasanun. So now what did you learn? Sahihul Lidati, Sahihul Ghayri, Hasanul Lidati and Hasanun. You learned all of that. Am I making sense here? A question here come. We learned what Hasan means, we learned what Sahih was. Alhamdulillah, Lakin Imam Tirmidhi came and then he said Hasanun Sahihun to one hadith. We just learned Sahih is something, Hasan is something. But Tirmidhi is saying this hadith is Hasan and it's Sahih. How do you work with this one? Ibn Hajj is going to tell you this one now. فَإِنْ جُمِعَا If they're both brought together فَلِلْتَرَدُّدِ فِي النَّاقِلِ حَيْثُ التَّفَرُّدُ وَإِلَّا فَبِعْتِبَارِ إِثْنَادَيْنِ Both answers Ibn Hajj gives are incorrect. Because one of my shuyukh uh, from my country what he did was he done Al-Khatmus Tirmidhi after he finished reading Tirmidhi he done a khatm of it meaning he brought all the riwayat and the sanid and the chains and mashallah we looked into it we brought different tabaat we sat down one brother took Darul Tafsil which is one publication of Tirmidhi and another brother took another tabaat and another tabaat and we cross checked it and we realized that the goal of Ibn Hajar here it's not consistent in Sunan Tirmidhi his answer here is not ruk. It's not 100%. Because there are still a hadith, qutr, akhtar min mi'ati hadith, more than 200 a hadith, that either of these two answers does not suffice. Are you with me, brothers? Hafidallah ibn Hajar. Warahimah. But he gives, two, he gives two answers. He says, when Tirmidhi says, Hassan al-Sahih, both of these answers are not consistent in Tirmidhi, meaning there still needs more answer. Tirmidhi did it to other ahadiths and they, the answers can't be any of these two. He says it's, it's one of these two reasons. The first one is, he's not sure. Tirmidhi is in a state of doubt. Why is he doubting it? He's doubting whether the narrator has tamu dabd, his precision is 100%, or khafif al Somebody asked me the question before, how do you know? Ibn Hajar, uh, Tirmidhi here is confused. Shall I say this person is, his memory is 100% and say it's Sahih, or shall I say it's Hassan? So what did he do? Falit taradduli. He has taraddud. I don't know which one. So he writes both. That's why he says Sahih or Hassan. Are you with me, brothers? So in, when he says Sahih, Hadithun Hassanun, Sahih, it means Hassanun, oh Sahih, which is taraddud. Or the second answer is this hadith has two chains. One chain is Sahih and one chain is This hadith has come in two senates. One senate is Sahih and one senate is what? Hassan. Those two answers Ibn Hajr gives still doesn't suffice. Are you with me, brothers? I have a longer explanation on Nukhbat al Fikr. 
which I didn't finish, we reached 45 hours. And we've stopped. It was somewhere here where we stopped. 45 hours. It's online. We went in more details. We proved, we brought those chains. That doesn't, these two answers cannot give. Are you with me, brothers? It's a more detailed explanation that I did with that book. Here we're going over it very fast. Ibn Hajar then goes into a mas'ala which is if a person who is sahih and a person who is hasan he adds something onto the chain ziyada that the rest don't narrate there's an extra wording that a rawi, a narrator who is either sahih or is hasan he added something onto the chain what do we do here? he mentions something that the rest of the narrators don't mention are you with me brothers? Have you guys heard of this discussion called Manhajul Mutaqaddimina wal Mutaakhirina fi Tasrih wa Tadrif? Have you guys heard of this issue? Who here has heard of this concept of the Manhaj, the methodology of the early generation of how they authenticated hadiths and the, um, the methodology of the late scholars and how they authenticated hadith? Who's heard this discussion and this issue? Has anyone heard about it before? Yeah? Nobody's read about it. Huh? There is a group of scholars who believe, or individuals who believe, that Albani and Ahmad Shakir and Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani and others are mutaakhirin in tasrih and tadrif. The way that they authenticate and they weaken is a new way that Imam Ahmad, Imam al-Bukhari, um, uh, was not upon. Are you with me, brothers? They believe this, things have changed now. The way that hadith have been do, dealt with now and the way that it was dealt in the early generation is too different. There are people who believe that. Are you with me, brothers? And so they push away Ibn Hajar's rulings on hadith. They, they dismiss it. They dismiss Sheikh Albani's authentication of hadith, Ahmad Shakir's authentications of hadith, Wahalumma Jarrah, and the list goes on. Are you with me, brothers? Because they say their methodology is what? It's ta'akhur, it's late. And they believe that Ahmed, Imam Ahmed and Abdurrahman bin Mahdi and Yahya Sa'id al-Qattan and others, they were mutaqaddimin, they had a way of doing things. And they believe the scholars who were late, who followed that way was Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali. For example, they say he's from the mutaqaddimin in his methodology. They believe Abdurrahman ibn Yahya al-Mu'allimi He's from the Mutaqaddimin in his way. But Albani and Ahmed Shakir and Ibn Hajar and these scholars, they say they are from Mutaakhirin. That's another discussion and another place to discuss this issue. It's a very big, long discussion that's been going on. Um, I remember we had a session with uh, Sheikh uh, Khalid Ismail, Hafidahullahu Azza wa Jalla wa Ra'a. And this discussion came up regarding this issue because the Sheikh has a good understanding of hadith and he's very good at it. And he has a dawra at this time going on in the UAE as well. And if I didn't have a dawra, I would have participated and benefited from his one. He mentions, Hafizahullah, this discussion. And it was very fruitful, the benefits that we took from it. So it's another discussion at another time and another place. Another time and another place. And this is one of the things that they argue about. That the late scholars are very lenient when it comes to ziyadat al-thiqah. That any thiqa, when he adds something onto it, they just accept it. But this it needs a more 
looking into it. So, وَزِيَادَةُ رَاوِيهِمَا If a hadith, a, a narrator who is sahih, and a narrator who is hasan, they add something onto the hadith, what do we do? We accept it. What do we do? We accept it. That's what Ibn Hajar said. فَإِنْ خُولِفَ بِأَرْجَحٍ What about if they differ? There's difference now. It's not the same. Huh? So one is, and the other one. They differ. What did we say? This is called what? Shad. There's an opposition here, right? So the narration that is weak is called what? The one that, and what about the one that's accepted? The, the narration that's rejected is called Shad. Okay, we agree on that. What about the one that's accepted? It's called Mahfuz. فَإِنْ خُلِفَ بِأَرْجَحَ The Shad is the one that's rejected. And the one that's accepted is called a? Al-Mahfuz. وَمُقَابِلُهُ الشَّادُ He said. Okay. What did we say Shad was, brothers? Who was Shad? It's a position between who lacking? Both of the narrators, what are they both? They are accepted. Sahih? There are two individuals who are accepted. But what's the problem here? One is either better than the other one, or one is what? More than him in, more than him in number, right? Does that make sense? What about if a weak one, one who is rejected, opposes those who are accepted? What is that called? There's a, it's opposition. Most times it's opposition. But he's weak. And he's opposing those who are reliable and are strong. He says, If it's weak, one of the narrators is weak, then the one who's weak, his hadith is called munkar. Munkar, when you hear it, his hadith is munkar. It means a person who is what? Weak. It's opposing reliable individuals, strong individuals, precise individuals. He's opposing them. What is he called? It's called munkar. And the opposite, the one that's accepted is called what? Al-Ma'roof It's called Al-Ma'roof So question here What's the difference between Munkar and Shaz? What did they have in What did they agree on And what did they differ on? The Shaz is Mukhalafa Both of them are opposition What's the difference like in? The Shaz is the one who is what? He's got precision And his integrity is there Like in the Munkar is what? He's weak No one was going to take your narration Even if you didn't oppose anyone No one was going to take Aslan and now you impose somebody? You oppose somebody? You see, brothers. Am I making, is that making sense? وَالْفَرْدُ النِّسْبِيُّ إِنْ وَافَقَ غَيْرُهُ فَهُوَ الْمُتَابِعُ Here the author is going to go into. What did we say the fard nisbi was? Does anyone remember the fard nisbi? Am I the gharib nisbi? The fard nisbi and the gharib nisbi is the same. The word gharib and the word mufr and the word fard is the same. It's a synonym, okay? Gharib and Fard is the same. What does Gharib Nisbi mean? In the middle of the? In the middle of the? Okay. It's happening in the? In the middle of the chain. What about if somebody agrees with him? He was by himself, right? In the chain. 200, only one person narrated it. What about if he receives Mutaba'ah? What does a Mutaba'ah mean? Mutaba'ah means someone else is agreeing with him on this hadith. He's not alone on it. He's got an aiding 
person on him, with him. Are you with me, brothers? Let me give you an example. And Imam Shafi'i narrated in his Umm from his teacher Malik, who narrated from Abdullah ibn Dinar, who narrated from Ibn Umar. So how many people do we have? We have Abdullah ibn Umar, from Abdullah ibn Dinar, from Malik, from Shafi'i. So Imam Shafi'i, who did he narrate from? Imam Malik. Imam Malik narrated from who? Abdullah ibn Dinar. Abdullah ibn Dinar narrated from who? Abdullah ibn Umar. Good. It looks like Imam Shafi'i is the only one who narrated from who? Imam Malik. Imam Malik has a lot of students. And here we have someone who is very reliable, which is Imam Shafi'i. He's alone. All the other students of Imam Shafi'i, no one narrated this. This is Fard. Fard Nisti. We all together, brothers. Are you with me, brothers? But what happened was, Al-Imam Shafi'i received a mutaba'a, someone else who supported him in this, in this narration. Somebody else. Who is this person who supported him? Abdullah ibn Maslamat al-Qa'nabi. Abdullah ibn Maslamat al-Qa'nabi. Qa'nabi is from the students of Imam, Imam Malik. Here we say, Shafi'i has received and he has gained a what? Mutaba'a from Imam Malik. This type of mutaba'a means what? Mutaba'a? It's called mutaba'a tamma. And no longer is this hadith called what? Fard? No longer called Fard Nusbi because it's a mutaba'a here. Somebody else has aided Shafi'i to make this hadith leave the realm of being Fard. Okay, there's a second type of mutaba'a which is called mutaba'a qasira. What does that mean? This same hadith, this same hadith, it was narrated from Abdullah ibn Umar, but with a totally different chain of narration. From Imam Malik is not in there, Abdullah ibn Salat al-Qa'nabi is not in there, Shafi'i is not in there, but Abdullah ibn Umar, uh, another student narrated from him, another chain. Are you with me, brothers? But the wording of the Prophet is the same. And the companion is the what? It's the same. This one's called mutaba'a, like it's called mutaba'a qasira. It's a deficient type of mutaba'a. There's a third thing that you need to know which is called shawahid. What does a shawahid mean? The author mentioned this. Am I making sense, brothers? What does a shawahid mean? Shawahid means this hadith, there is another hadith that seems to be resembling it in the concept, not necessarily in the wording, and definitely not the same companion. Two different companions, but the concept is the same. Are you with me, brothers? The concept is there. Like, for example, I ask you guys a question. The hadith of the Prophet The hadith of the Prophet يحمل هذا العلم من كل خلف عذول ينفون عنه التحريف الغالين وانتحار المبطلين وتأويل الجاهلين. Some of the scholars they weaken this. Ibn Abdul Bar narrated in his kitab Jamia Bayan al-Ilmi wa Fadli. And Imam Khatib al-Baghdadi brought it in his kitab Sharaf Ashab al-Hadith. That there's going to come a people, people of knowledge, who are going to do what? They're going to protect the religion. They're going to guard it. 
from the distortion of those who want to distort it and those who want to play with the religion. They're going to defend it. This hadith, some of the scholars weakened it. Other scholars have come and said, No, Allah, this hadith is sahih. Why? Because we have a shahid for it, not a mutaba'ah. What do we have? Something aiding it. What is it? Allah said in the Quran. And the shahid can be the Quran. Which is what? Allah said, Shahid Allah, who is the one 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 the people of knowledge are what? They are witnesses. Allah has taken them a witness. If Allah takes you as a witness, what does that show? You're reliable. So this hadith, Yahmilu had the ilma min kulli khalafin udulu has a shahid from the ayah. Are you with me, brothers? This concept has been backed with an ayah. The ayah is a shahid for it. So they say the hadith is authentic on that grounds. Do you get, are you with me, brothers? That's another issue. So these three you have to remember, brothers. Mutaba'ah. You have to know it. Shahid. You have to know it. And the two types of mutaba'ah. Mutaba'ah tamma and mutaba'ah qasira. These are the ways to authenticate hadith. These are ways to authenticate the hadith. Me going out of my way and finding whether Al-Imam Malik has somebody, somebody to support him or not. What is this called? Me researching and looking. It's called i'tibar. What is i'tibar? It's that i'tibar is looking for a mutaba'a, looking for a shahid. It's called i'tibar. What is that called? That was the hardest part, inshallah ta'ala, of the book. A small part. Where he goes into mutaba'ah and shahid and the concept of i'tibar. Naam. Fadl ثم المقبول إن سلم من المعارضة فهو المحكم وإن عورض بمثله فإن أمكن الجمع فهو مختلف الحديث. Now let's go back again, brothers. Let's go back on what we were talking about. What did we say? The uh, in terms of implementation and not implemented. How many types did we say the implemented is? What was the first one? محكم. And the second one is what? Do we implement the muhkam? Ha. Do we implement the nasikh? What does the muhkam mean? Muhkam means a hadith that doesn't have any opposition. Muhkam is a hadith in salima min al muarada. There's no other hadith opposing the meaning. The meaning. It's safe. It's muhkam. Allah, we implement it. Are you doing brothers? If the hadith has other hadith opposing it, the meaning. It doesn't, it seems like there are other hadiths opposing it in terms of meaning. Then it's called a mukhtalaful hadith. An example for this is the Messenger وسلم, said, لا لا What does لا عدوى ولا طيرة mean? The Prophet said, No illness can afflict you. Does that make sense? No illness can what? And in another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, firru, fir, uh, he said, alayhi salam, he said, firra min al-majdumi firraraka min al-asadi. 
He said, Firra min al firaraka min al asadi. Run away from the one that has leprosy the way you run away from a lion. Why? Because his illness is going to come to you. But this hadith just said to us, this is called Mukhtalaf al hadith. What is this called? Are you with me, brothers? The Mukhtalaf al hadith, do you implement it? Until you get the answer for it, you can't implement it. You can't what? You can't implement it. But when you get the answer for it, you become, you become able to implement it. You're now able to. Sahih? How do we respond to this issue then? We say that the hadith are not opposing one another. The one that said, no illness goes from one person to another, it means the illness itself cannot do that. It does it with whose permission? With the permission of Allah Azza wa Jalla. Are you with me, brothers? That's important that you understand that. Does that make sense? What about the nasikh? The nasikh is the one that's abrogating. And the mansukh is the one that's... It's abrogated. Can you implement the mansukh? The hadith which is mansukh, can you implement it? No, it's, it's no longer implemented. But is it sahih? Ah, it's authentically transmitted from the Prophet. It happened to the Prophet. But it was abrogated. We don't implement it anymore. Are you with me, brothers? Yeah? There's a benefit I benefited from a Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adim in Ethiopia. May Allah give him shifa. Wallahi, this Sheikh is in hospital right now. We ask Allah Azza wa Jalla to give the Sheikh quick recovery from his illness and bring him out. Wallahi, he's a great Imam. Wallahi, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adim in Ethiopia is a great Imam. Imam. I don't think there is a science in the religion that he doesn't know. Wallahi al-Azim. He's an imam. And one of the people I can say when I met them, I never saw anyone who respected their time like him. Wallahi, every second, every minute meant something to him. And he's 80, he's seven, late in his late 70s now. And the Shaykh, Wallahi al-Azim, will spend over 15 hours every single day writing, authoring, putting things together. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give the Shaykh. He has a sharah on Sunani and Nasa'i, 44 volumes. How many volumes? Sunan Nasa'i, 44 volumes. He called it Zakhiratul Uqba. Are you with me, brothers? And he's Sahih Muslim. I remember when he was doing the Sharh of uh, Sahih al Muslim. Um, I visited him in his house in Mecca. And the Shaykh, his plan was to do Sahih Muslim in over 100 volumes. But when he realized, that he may not be able to finish because his plan is to finish all the six books of hadith explaining them then he stopped before that what did he do? he stopped before that he's currently ill now, right now and he has manzumat books, everything Sheikh Abdul Aziz ibn Ubaz used to respect Sheikh Muhammad Ali Adim great scholars and Sheikh Muqbil said about him he's the Ibn Hajar of this time Sheikh Muqbil said that about him May Allah give him quick recovery. When I, what I benefited from his muqaddim of Sahih al-Muslim, the introduction is, he said something very powerful. It's a controversial issue, like, and it's very good to bring to the table, for you guys to think, is that he says that the shad laysat min qism al-da'if. The shad is not, the, it's not weak. He said, غير معمول به. It's like the muqtalaf al-hadith, and it's like the mansukh. Are you with me, brothers? Because he said the shad is mutasal, is connected to the Prophet ﷺ. Are you with me, brothers? If you look at it by itself, 
And he said, if shahad was da'if, why would Bukhari bring any sahih? And why would Muslim bring it any sahih? And he brings a good argument for it. It's good to look at it, inshallah ta'ala. It's good to look at it. Here the question is, brothers, a hadith which are nasikh and mansukh, abrogated. It's abrogated and it's abrogating. Okay? How do we know? Ibn Hajar goes into it now. Ayyeh, fadl. أو ثبت المتأخر فهو الناسخ الآخر المنسوخ وإلا في الترجيح ثم التوقف ثم المردود إما أن يكون لسقط أو طعم فالسقط Before we go into that we're going to leave the mardood for tomorrow we're just going to do this part which is how do we know the hadith which is النسخ how do we know منسوخ and how can we identify what is منسوخ Write this down, it's very important. There are ways to identify. يُعْرَفُ النَّسْخُ بِأُمُورٍ The mansukh is recognized. Number one, مَا وَرَدَ فِي النَّصِّ The Prophet says this abrogated. مَا وَرَدَ فِي النَّصِّ The Messenger says it. عليه الصلاة والسلام That's abrogated. Like when he said in the Hadith of Muslim, Hadith of Burayda, he said, كُنْتُ نَهَيْتُكُمْ عَنْ زِيَارَةِ الْقُبُورِ فَزُورُهَا فَإِنَّهَا تُذَكِّرُكُمْ بِالْآخِرَةِ I used to prohibit you from visiting the graves. Now go and visit the graves. So what's he telling us? I abrogated my previous. I'm telling you something different now. And this is the strongest opinion, inshallah ta'ala, is that the women can go to the graves. That the women, they can go to the graves. Because this hadith is am and it's general. They're not allowed to, of course, when the burial is being done, they're not allowed to go. Like, can they go after that? Yes, they can go. Strongest opinion, inshallah ta'ala. Are you with me, brothers? Why? Because the Prophet said, "Kuntun nahaytukum an ziyarat al-qubri," and Aisha radiallahu anha she said that the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, I would ask him when I go to the grave, what shall I say? Huh? And he would tell her what to say, right? Even that though Sheikh Abd al-Rahman ibn Hassan al-Sheikh in his kitab Fatul Majid Sharh Sharh Kitab al-Tawheed, he believes that it's what not allowed, and they argue against that. They can read the Kitab Al-Jawab Al-Bahira. By who? Shaykh Al-Islam Taymi, the arguments are all brought there, inshaAllah ta'ala. So, the first way to know is ma warada, ma warada fin nafsi. The second one is ma yajizimu al-sahabi bi'annahu muta'akhirun. Ma yajizimu al-sahabi bi'annahu muta'akhirun. The companion will state this thing. A companion will state it. ما يجزم الصحابي بأنه متأخر A companion will state it Like كان آخر الأمرين من رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ترك الغضوء مما مست النار The hadith of Jabir رضي الله عنه He said the last of the two affairs The last of the two affairs Was that we would leave making wudu From whatever went through the fire Whatever was cooked Back in the days, the Sahabas, they used to what? They used to do wudu from the things that that was cooked in the fire. And then the ruling abrogated, right? It got abrogated. It's if it's cooked, you don't have to. If it goes through fire, you should not. You don't have to do wudu from it. Except what? Except the camel. The camel, you have to do wudu from it. The third way of knowing is what? 
The third way is ma yu'rafu bit-tariqh. That which you go through tariqh, the history. Hafiz al-Hajr mentioned something very important in his kitab Nuzhatul Nadar fi tawdihu nukhbatul fikra. He mentions a very important point which is if a sahabi who came into Islam late narrates the hadith does that show and another hadith and another companion who was in Islam very early does that show us that the one who narrated it who came into Islam late he's one abrogated the one before that Ibn Hajr says no the Islam of a companion does not show that reason is because there's a concept called riwayatul sahabati ba'dhum an ba'd they would narrate from each other sahih abdullah ibn abbas spoke about kayfa bad'ul wahy how the revelation started and abdullah ibn abbas was only 3 when the prophet ﷺ was migrated from where from mecca so 10 years islam was in mecca he was unborn are you with me brothers so how did, he, how did he know? He heard it from who? Other companions. So we can't say that since Ibn Abbas narrated this hadith and he's youngest, then it becomes no. Does that make sense, brothers? Because the Sahabas narrate from one another. So these are the only three ways to know. The first way is what? A text shows. Second, a companion states it in the hadith. Or the third one is we look at history. When did this event happen? And when did this event happen? If history can tell us, then we'll do nasr, abrogation. Lakin brothers, abrogation is result. When is it resulted to? When would we go to abrogation? In the adam al when we can't bring the text together. What does Abdullah ibn Hajj al-Shanqiyyu say? Well, jam'u wajibun mata ma amkana illa falil akhiri nasrin buyina. Sahib al-Maraqi. That's what he says. You have to try to bring the text together. If you're unable to, then and only then do you resort to what? Then and only then do you resort to abrogation. Inshallah ta'ala, tomorrow we're going to do the next part, which we have mardud, and the rejected. Uh, so the author now, he's going to speak about the mardud, the two types. بِسَبَبِ سَقْطٍ فِي السَّنَةِ And what? بِسَبَبِ ضَعْنِ فِي الرَّاوِي سَقْطٍ فِي السَّنَةِ is going to mention the two. Dahir and Khafi and Dahir is going to mention the Mursal, I mean Mu'allaq, Mursal, Mu'bal, and the Munqati'ah. And the Khafi is going to mention the Mudallis and the Mursal al-Khafi. And then he's going to go to the Ta'anu fi rawiyu the criticism of the narrator, and he's going to divide it into two. Adala and the what? Dabt. The Adala was how many? Five. Al-Kadib, Al-Tuhmat bil-Kadib, Al-Fisq, Al-Bida' and Al-Jahala. And then he's going to go to the dabt of the narrator. And it's how many? Five. The first one was what? Fuhshul ghalat, su'ul hibdi, katratul awham. Katratul awham, what's the fourth? Yeah? That's the fifth one. Hey, what's the fourth one? Ghafla. I mean, that was the second or third, I think. And then the last one is what? Mukhalafatul thiqa. I mean, mukhalafatul thiqat. And then five comes from there. Maqloob, Mudraj, Al-Mazidu fi Matasil Asanid, Al-Mudarib, and the last one, Al-Musahaf.
And then what Ibn Hajar does is he goes to Siyahul Ada'i wa Tahammul. When you take the narration, how do you give it? And how do you take it? And how do you give it? And then he's also going to speak about Maratib. Maratibul Jarhi and the Maratibul Ta'deel. The levels of criticism and the level of what? Praise. And then at the end he's going to talk about the importance of learning the narrators, where they were born, their, their names, their kunyas, and etc. We'll be touching on all of that, inshallah, when? Tomorrow. Okay, three minutes, inshallah ta'ala. Any questions regarding the class? Just what we took today. Adam, yes. The mutaba'ah, how many types did we say they were? The mutaba'ah is two types. Mutaba'ah means we think that a particular narrator, he's alone. Like we thought of an Imam al-Shafi'i, that he's the only one who narrated from an Imam Malik, and then Malik narrated from Abdullah ibn Dinar, and Abdullah ibn Dinar narrated from Abdullah ibn Umar. Apparently after doing what is known as al-i'tibar, turuq, following the chain, we realize, no, Malik al-Shafi'i is not the only one who heard it from Malik. There's actually somebody else who heard it from Imam Malik. Who is it? Abdullah ibn Muslimat al-Qa'nabi, who is from the students of Al-Imam Malik, rahimahullah. Here we call it mutaba'ah tamma, because they both come to the same teacher, which is Malik. Mutaba'ah qasira is second type. It's called mutaba'ah qasira. Qasira means the hadith is narrated from the same companion with a total different chain. So Al-Imam Abdullah ibn Umar, the one who narrates it from him here is not Abdullah ibn Dinar, and it's not Al-Imam Malik, and it's not Shafi'i, and it's not Abdullah ibn Salamat al-Qa'nami, none of them, totally different people. But the wording of the hadith is the same, and the companion is the same. Shahid is when there is a totally different companions. One is Abu Huraira, and the other one is Abdullah ibn Umar. But they have the same meaning. This is called a Shahid. And sometimes the scholars, they use the Qur'an as a shahid for the hadith. As I mentioned, inshaAllah ta'ala. You put your hand up. Uh, tomorrow's class, are we going to speak about why Imam Muslim is better than Bukhari? It's something quick we can say. It's just that Bukhari cut up all of the hadith. And he made them small, just so he can fit it in, under the chaptering. Whereas, uh, some of you may think a hadith is, this, this is the only hadith, but it's actually longer than that, when it's in Bukhari. What Bukhari did is, he took that hadith, he cut it up, and he placed it in different places in his chapter. So it's actually hard to know that it was all one hadith. Whereas Muslim, he makes sure that the hadith in its totality is brought. So it's easier for the student of knowledge to memorize. Are you with me, brothers? The scholars, they advise that the student memorizes Sahih Muslim first before Bukhari. Hmm? The fourth condition of Mutawati that we mentioned was that and you feed al-ilma, that it benefits us, knowledge, certainty. Ifadatul ilmi li sami'ihi, that it benefits us, certainty. Yeah, ma'roof is the opposite of 
the weak narrator, who's opposite narrator. The same way is mahfud is the opposite of what? Shad. Mm-hmm. Um, as in they both heard it from the same scholars, same. But then after that, it could be one, 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 maybe. Matalan, Malik was the only one who heard it, for example, from Abdullah ibn Dinar. Matalan, it could be. Can't say Aziz necessarily. Sah. Mm. That's a good way of looking at it. Huh? Yeah? Huh? 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 Anything to do with Sahih al-Bukhari that you want to know, read Fatul al-Bari. He mentions everything at the bottom. By the Kitab Fatul al-Bari, by Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani. And he mentions everything there. The Mu'allaqat, the Ahad, everything discusses it in details. Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah ta'ala. Hey, should we call it a day? Hey, last. Hey. You mentioned about the Mansur, about the Bishnah Ha. That hadith by the Lam al-Bakhi It's Mansur. It's Kuntu Zayyid, Nahitukum Ziyarat al-Quburi, Fazuruha Fainad. So the Nahi was before all of that. And now when this came, the Prophet abrogated all of that. Mm-hmm. Even the, the illa of visiting the grave is is which is another way it says for the person to remember the akhirah, to get closer. This is not something that Sharia would only want for the men, not for the women. Are you with me, brothers? Like if there's of course meaning a problem may come from it when the women go they might do something there then this becomes like in Amma it's good Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah in his kitab Al-Jawab al-Bahira Al-Jawab al-Bahira he talks about it in great details Rahimahullah ta'ala now So it's three, now it's mashur now. But then we have to find out, is that the same at the bottom, after the Sahabas? Because if one person narrates it, what does it become? Gharib, I'm a fard. Yeah, so we want to know, did this happen through the whole chain? MashaAllah. Ayyeh. Al-Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ali. Adam al-Ethiopia. He's from Ethiopia. Oh, he's sick right now. Shafaahullah Azza wa Jal. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu wa la ilaha illallah. Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayhi.